Dad. Hello, you. It's Tuesday. Oh, we got through Monday. Mondays are hard work sometimes, aren't they? Doesn't matter. We haven't got Monday for another week now. It's Tuesday. Tuesday's a pretty good day, isn't it, generally? Apart from, I've been stressing over my Blackberry. I'm such a poncy media type now. My Blackberry hasn't been receiving emails. I think, fingers crossed, I think it's working. Good song, though. Good song. I think it's working. I'm not totally sure. It seems to be working now. I don't quite know what's going on with it. Blooming technology. Uh, it's good to Jeanette in the Croydon. Hello, Jeanette. Hiya. Hey, Jeanette, what can I do for you? Um, just ring you to my to your point system. Oh, you are brilliant. Hang on. Okay, right. Now, yes, let me explain, Jeanette. The bosses here, I don't know if you're aware of this, the bosses are constantly trying to come up with plans to uh, get me the sack. They can't do it. I've got a watertight contract. I'm here till October 2006. But they do think um, that we've got to have less arguments and the show, the show, they've come up with a, a scale, a rating scale for the show, basically. They say that a three and a half hour show should reach 240 points on this scale. Right, okay. Yes. So what we're going to have to do, and I've got to mess the screen a bit. What we've got to do is every caller that comes on has to rate the previous caller out of ten. Oh, okay. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, it, is, it should work. It should work. The thing is, we've got to, because of the, the 6 till 6.30 triple M thing, where we take the call straight to air, we can't rate those calls. So we've got three hours to get to 240 points. Okay. Can I wait? Oh, no, you haven't had a caller yet, so I can't wait anyone. No, you're I? the you're the first caller. I'll tell you what. Yasser in the Stratford. Hi, Ian. Hey, man, what have you called him for? No, I was calling about the points thing. Um, so, oh, oh, have we got a double booking? Did I ask you to, Yasser? I, I, I phoned and, I phoned and, I phoned and I was, I just was pulling the hold. Right. And I was, uh, and then I heard the first person, the first caller on, and then I thought, uh, should I hang up or not? And I thought... No, I can't hang up. That's too rude of me to hang up. So I thought I might as well just phone and get through if I... You know, even if that person has talked about that already, you put me through, I can't hang up. Hello? But, hello. Hello. But did I ask you to do it, Yasser? Um, you said yesterday, um, the first person called in about the point system. You did say that yesterday. Yeah, but I think I did... Jeanette, I actually booked you, didn't I? Yeah, you booked me. Oh, dear. Oh, I, didn't, I, I didn't know that. Oh. I don't think I hear that bit of the thing. Oh, then. dear. It's not that. No, 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 yes. He can rate me, though, now he's here. Yeah, he can rate you. He's, yes. Yes, sir. Could you give Jeanette marks out of ten, please? Um, bearing, seven. In, bearing in mind that people will be giving you marks out of ten yourself. Um, seven. You say seven. We've got to add all these up there. Why do you say seven, Yasser? What could, why, why, why wasn't she a ten? Yes. Well, there's, the highest, there's no reason just that just four seven is a good score. <laughs> Are so what, what can I say? Jeanette, are you disappointed with the seven? Um, yeah. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. I do it for a first now. For a first oh. call, seven's not bad. Now, yeah, so the thing is, you've called in unsolicited to do something where I've booked somebody else to do that. You're one of my correspondents. You know, I'm getting rid of three correspondents this week, don't you? Yeah. That doesn't look good for you, mate. The fact you've called in when you, to do something that I've actually got someone else to do. I that, never knew that. But what well, that proves is that you weren't listening he properly. He wasn't listening properly. He wasn't listening properly, was he, Jeanette? No, no. 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 I, mean, I probably wasn't then. Well, you probably weren't, yes, sir. And the thing is, I want my correspondents to listen properly. Yeah, but it's a responsible job. You need to be, you need to listen. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> 
So, yes, sir, I'm going to get rid of three correspondents. I did say Wednesday, I think Friday, just to give everyone a chance, I'm going to get rid of them on Friday. Well, well that gives me a bit more of a chance. It gives you a bit more... To, to be honest, yes, sir, I think you're really going to have to pull your finger out and work this week, because we had, uh, um, the guy was, I think it was Alan, complaining... Yeah, he was me off. He was, he was, he was complaining in a mature, responsible fashion, saying yeah, that your doctor... Did you have to ring back on about that? I remember that. Yeah, because he was saying that his Doctor Who report was rubbish. Yeah. And now you've called in, and you've tried, basically, you've tried to steal Jeanette's job. No. I never tried that. Well, you, you did a little bit, mate. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, you should know. Uh, yeah. You should be listening, then you would know. Yes, yeah, sir, can I ask you to... You've got until Friday. Alright. Your, your name is in pencil All right. at the moment for one of the three that's going to go. If you make a real effort this week, All right. I might save you. Alright, thank you. But you've got to try really hard, mate. Alright, then. All right, you're, I like... Ian, can I have his job if he gets the sack? Yes, if, if Yasser gets the sack, you can be the Doctor Who correspondent, Jeanette. Yeah, all right then. I've got steady on there. I've gone to Friday. Steady on, people. Steady on. Don't take my job before I've even been sacked. He's got a point, Jeanette. Let's steady on. But it's yes. <laughs> the thing is, I do. Doctor Who's going to be very big over the next few months, so I do need a correspondent for that. Yeah, I said don't take me yet because I've gone to Friday to prove myself. Okay, well all let's right, then. let's see what happens. Let's see what happens cometh Friday. But your name is in pencil in my diary. If you don't know what's happening, London, for goodness sakes, well, why the hell should you? It's an absolute mess of a show. Uh, we've got a list of correspondents uh, who are about 50 experts or so on various different, th- different things. Yasser there, very keen young gentleman, he's the Doctor Who correspondent. Um, but I'm getting rid of three of the correspondents this week because they've been very, very slack in calling in for the daily update. We do every day, 5.38 daily. Getting rid of three of them on Friday. Yasser's name is in pencil. Pencil can be erased, pen cannot. Uh, anyway, so okay, uh, th- we've got the point system. So the next caller, this is so complicated. This is never going to work, and we're never going to make 240 points. Due to some ridiculous rule by the the bosses, uh, we have to reach 240 points by 6 o'clock today. Uh, So the next caller is going to have to rate Yasser out of 10. Well, that's not going to be good, is it? That's going to scupper things. Uh, I was was hoping we'd have 30 points by quarter past 3. We're in a terrible state of affairs. We've got 7 points. It's 11 minutes past. Anyway... So we've, we've got the point system. If you just want to phone in and rank somebody, uh, you're more than welcome to. 0870 But the, the, the thing, the reason I've got you all here today, the, the, the thing I wish to address you about, you know the foreign countries, the foreign ones, um, let me think of some of them. Uh, there's America, that's foreign. Uh, there's the Japan. There's um, the Philippines. There's the Spain. The Spain is a foreign country. If you've not been, the Europe is, is the Europe is not a foreign country, Agent Chris. The Europe is a continent. It is a continent of which we are part. The Wales is a foreign country. Certainly is. Well done. Four pounds ninety-five to get into Wales these days. Oh, dearie me. Do you do you lot, Agent Chris? Do you lot the Welsh get into Wales for free? Do you just flash the passport? We flash the passport. Is it? Uh, anyway, <laughs> if if you've never been abroad and you're an adult. You are an uncultured loser, okay? You've got... There is no excuse for not going abroad, even to the France. Even the France. It's, it's a rubbish foreign country. It's one of the worst. I think we all know that. But you can get to France for what? £29 or something? A pound with the Daily Express sometimes. A pound trip to France. Can, can we get... Let's put this out. I don't think we'll get any calls on what, this next question I'm about to ask. Can we get a call from somebody who's never been to a foreign country? A grown-up, over, uh, someone over 18 years old, that has never been to a foreign country. I don't think we'll get any calls on that. But if we do, 0870 are you brave enough to admit that you 
have never been to a foreign country. And let me know why. Is it because you're scared of them? Is it because you're lazy? Is it because you're thick? It can't be because of the money. Everyone can afford to go to a foreign country. Everyone can afford to do it. Also, if you're a young person, bunking off school, or school finishes early now, doesn't it? Whatever, I don't care. I don't care. If you're a young person and you've never been to the abroad, your parents don't love you, that's what it means. It means your parents don't love you. My mum and dad took me to Spain when I was eight, and that was when Spain was, like, expensive and it was a dive. They took me because they loved me. If you've never been to a foreign country, you're under 18, your parents hate you and you're probably adopted. It's as simple as that. You can email as well, by the way. Uh, Ian, I-A-I-N, at lbc.co.uk. But the phone number, uh, the best way to, to get on, onto the show, I think, is to give us a call, 0870-9090-973. Why have you not been abroad, if you've not? What was it? Th- weren't you curious about what goes on over there? Are you, are you scared it's going to be too hot or too cold or that you'll be stranded? Well, it just seems like an odd thing. Or maybe you've been abroad once and you thought, I ain't doing that again. I ain't doing that again because I had a rubbish, awful time. Give me a call and let me know. I'm hoping that our listeners will be, yes, I feel the same, Helen, behind the glass. I feel exactly the same. She's yawning away as though it's Betty time. No, no, no. It's the afternoon. Put, put your head down, have a doze. It'll be a quiet one today. Uh, 0870-9090-973. I want you to call up and let me know if you have never been to a foreign country. Or if you want, if you want to educate these losers, and you've been to many, many countries, can we find the person who has been to the most countries? I'll do a tally. When the travel news is on with Richard, I will do a tally of the number of countries I've been to. I've been quite lucky in that I've been to a few countries for work. So I, I will give us a good start. 0870 is the phone number. We're also trying to reach 240 points by 6 o'clock. So far, we've reached 7. Time now to get the latest on the roads and the trains with Richard Hakeyer. Got some problems, first of all, out in Edge. in the afternoon weather show. I'm drinking tea with a string. Yes, I'm one of them now. Drinking tea with a string. Someone who sent me this. Guy with the most amazing name. Listen to the name of this guy who sent me this tea. Quentin Rubens. Quentin Rubens from Go Jumbo Office Refreshments. I'm drinking peppermint tea with a string. Uh, now, that reminds me, because I'm drinking uh, Ponzi tea. I was uh, slightly going off topic. My sister, for her birthday at the weekend, got a Trivial Pursuit style game. Tri- trivial general knowledge game. About showbiz and entertainment. One of the questions was, absolutely true, which former British Prime Minister uh, confessed to having a sexual relationship with Ivan Novello? Now, shall I answer that, or shall I let someone call in? Call in with that. Because I was surprised by the answer, and I didn't know, and then we'll work out whether this is a generally known thing, okay? Which former British... He's dead, we can say that, so no one's going to get in trouble. Which former British Prime Minister confessed to a sexual relationship with Ivan Novello? 0870 I was genuinely shocked by this. Uh, but by the way, before we do that, we're talking about, if you've never been abroad, you're a loser. Uh, I, I've worked out, I've been to eight countries, I think, so let's start with eight. Can, can we find anyone who's done more than eight? Glenn's in the barking. Hello, Glenn. Yeah, hello, um, Ian. Glenn? How are you going? I'm going well. How are you going? Not too bad. Not too bad. Lovely. Good, 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 I believe is the phrase. Good. Glenn, before we continue, I don't know if you heard Yasser uh, speaking on the phone before the travel. Oh, yeah, that one, yeah. That one, indeed. I need marks out of ten for him, please. Um, he's quite good. I'll give him eight. 
Eight out of ten. We've had an email about Yasser. Yeah, so hang on a minute. Where's this email? Uh, Ian, sir, if ever I've seen a pre-arranged hanging, it's of the Doctor Who correspondent Yasser. Ever since that poor lad rang up last week, you've been gagging to kill him off. Don't destroy the poor boy. You might be all he has. That's from Stephen in the Chester. Oh, hang on a minute. There's another one. Uh, Ian, the show is a must-listen for me, and I'm in Ireland listening via posh telly. I think you should evict Yasser from the house. I I bet he has never been to the abroad either. In fact, that is how you should decide on whether a correspondent should remain. Count how many of the places they've been to in the abroad. Yasser has questions to answer. I'm not sure if we could use that as uh, as a thing. Anyways, Glenn, yes. So we've you've given him eight marks. Okay, so so far... I'll give him eight. I'll give him eight. So far the total is 15. We need to get to 240. We are in such big trouble. Yeah, you know what, Ian? I've, I've never, ever left this country. But you sound like an old man. I'm not an, o- <laughs> I'm not an old man. You sound about 60. I'm not. I'm 38. Smoker? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I can right. hear it. I can hear I, it. Because you, know. you sound like an old man. Cough for me. Give us a cough. <clears throat> oh, dear. <laughs> no, I've never left this country. You know that. So my, but my mum does love me. I don't. But, but no, but you're an old. You, but you're a grown up now. That, it's up to you to go to a foreign. Why have you never been to to abroad? I just never had the uh, time or the money. Shut up, Glenn. It costs you twenty nine quid to get to France. Well, France. Well, that's not a country, is it? That's just uh, just ten minutes away. That is, isn't it? But it doesn't right. matter if it's ten minutes away. It's a foreign country. All right, go through France. Go to Spain. Oh, then would uh, you take me to France then? No, I'm not going to go... This isn't some some gay chat line, Glenn. I'm not taking no, you to no, a foreign country for a bit of hanky-panky. What I'm saying is, get off your backside, you loser, and go and see a bit of the world. How, Glenn, how can you... You shouldn't have the right to vote. Why? Because you've not seen the world. You don't know what goes I, on in foreign countries. I've you don't know what it's TV, like in a foreign country. I've got TV. I've got Sky Plus. Like so what? I've got Sky Plus, and it's brilliant. I've got to say that, because I yeah, do love them. It? But it doesn't, it doesn't educate you, Glenn. Not even the Discovery Channel. I watch that all the time, Discovery Channel, uh, all the time. Every day I watch that. Oh, that's what, that's what Clive Ball was talking about, Discovery Nazis. That's what was funny the other night. Uh, you know, it's, but Glenn, you can't, you need to go, the thing is, you go to foreign countries, every foreign country smells different. I'm not saying that in a rude way or a derogatory. Every foreign country has its own unique smell okay. that you will never smell anywhere apart from in that country. It's an amazing thing. That the people there are so different. Ian, yes. What does, what does France smell like? I, I can't. Dis- I can't even put it into words. I haven't got the vocabulary to tell you what another country smells of. It smells of of attitude and of of. Well, it does. Yes, it does smell of dog poo, Helen, behind the glass. But I was tr- I'm trying to be romantic here. It smells of indifference and laziness and well, one, strikes. Well, one day I'll be going. I'll be, I'll be leaving this country one day. One day. Maybe when I win the lottery or something like Glenn, that. Glenn, that, that ain't never... Got, Glenn, what you've got now is all you're going to have and a bit less. Things will not get any better for us. How do you know that? Glenn, I can tell from your voice, from the, your age, from your attitude, your life... And I, I don't want to... Please don't take it the wrong way... Your life yeah. is as good as it's going to get, Glenn. <laughs> it ain't going to get no better than yeah, it is now. It's going to get better, Ian. It is. Glenn, it can't. It yeah, can't. It's getting you, better. You probably peaked three years ago. It's all downhill <laughs> from now. No, it's getting better. Every day I'm feeling fitter, stronger. You know, I go to the gym. Yeah. I look after my body. I smoke only five cigarettes a day. Oh, you lie. You lie. How many do you smoke a day? Well, um, what, ten. Ten. Tell me the truth. Well, no, that is the truth. That is the Tell truth. me the truth. You yeah, get, you get cut, through. Yeah, and I smoke silk cut. Silk cut yeah. still give you. You get through a pack a day at least. Well, on a bad day. On Thank a bad Glenn, day. I'm, I'm going to let you go there because you're embarrassing yourself there. Glenn's life is not going to get any better than it is. And it's sad to say, very sad to say. 
Vicky's in the Elton. Hello, Vicky. Oh, hello, Ian. Sorry, what? you just caught me unaware. What were, you, what were you up to then? I was just rinsing out a bit in the kitchen. <laughs> Rin- what, rinsing out a bit in the kitchen? <laughs> that's, that's sexual slang where I come from. No, no, no. Oh Vicky, marks out of ten for Glenn, please. Um, I think you sac- you, 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 I can't even speak. You crucified the man. Oh, my God. Um, nine, because um, oh. you've got to get up to 240. There, there we go. No, last someone who's realised the game we're playing. Thank you, Vicky, for that. <laughs> 20, we're on 24 so far. Yes. Now, yes, hello. Hello. I just want to talk about um, countries, foreign countries. Oh, no, my son's just running. Oh, my God. And I'm just about to say something a bit disrespectful about my in-laws, so I can't do that, because my mum's just coming in as well. Oh, oh. But they've never been what? away um, to, to foreign countries and things. Well, my mother-in-law has once. And she was is your mother-in-law me. there with you now? No, but my mum's about to come. You can slag off your mother-in-law in front of your mum. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> no. Of course you can. I can't do that. Anyway, but she, she went away uh, when she was younger, but has never been since, like, in 40 years. And my father-in-law never, ever. And I just can't understand Losers. it. I can speak four languages, and I cannot understand. What languages can you speak, Vicky? Um, German, French, oh, I, I could do that a bit. A, Italian, I did GCSE, but well, and, um, well, English, obviously, so there we go. You can't, hang on, you, oh, I suppose you can. Yeah, a bit of Dutch, and Latin, I did Latin GCSE as well. Did you do, do some Latin for me? Um, uh, Metella est Marta, Grumio est Thurwus, um, Quad uh, est. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, Grumio is a slave because he is, I think. Wow, craziness. But so you're saying that your parents-in-law are uncultured losers? I wouldn't say the last word, but... Losers. For certain a bit, yeah. yeah they're losers. And my mum's just walked in there. I'm on the radio, mum. Sorry. Put, put, <laughs> Vicky, put your mum on. Put my mum on the radio. Come on, Hang come on, some words. Hi. Hello, I'm Vicky's mum. How are you? I'm fine. Now, Vicky was just saying that uh, not you, but her yes. mother and father-in-law oh, were yes. uncultured losers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit harsh, isn't it? Are they, are they nice people? Uh, well, they're nice people, but they're, they're not as supportive as myself and my husband. Yeah, they're lo- <laughs> would, you, would you agree with her that they're losers? Yes. Well, no, I yes. wouldn't say that. No. That's not my terminology. What, what would, what, <laughs> what, how would an old person uh, describe, uh, say, use instead of loser? Um, oh, goodness me. That's very difficult to say. <laughs> you put me in a very I difficult I put you in a very here. difficult... Listen, they're not going to be listening to this, because no one is. Oh, right, OK. Um, well, they're, they're, you know, they're not... Well, I just said this. They're not worldly-wise, and they're, they're not, not supportive. Wo- now, Vicky's mum, what, what I need you to do for me, this is just a tiny thing. Can you give Vicky marks out of ten for her <laughs> phone call she just made? It's, it's, you won't... <laughs> I've literally just only come in. So what are you going to... I didn't hear the phone call at all. I, 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 I hate to push you on this. Is, this is a requirement for my boss. Oh, she's ten out of ten, of course Well done, is. Vicky's mum. That'll <laughs> do for me. Daughter. Thank you very much, 34. A little bit of cheating there, I think, is going on, but I don't, I don't mind that at all. Uh, 08709090973. How many countries have you been to? If you've not been abroad, you're a sad loser. And if your parents haven't taken you abroad, kids, they don't love you. And also, I, d- I feel bad putting this question out, but this is the answer. I, I know the answer. Which former Prime Minister confessed to having a- an affair with um, Ivan Novello? Both gentlemen. Both gentlemen. I was shocked by this. I did not know this. And I want to know if this is common knowledge or whether it's someone messing me around. Uh, Anna's in the Ascot. Hello, Anna. Hi there, Ian. Hey, How Anna. I'm very well. Could you give marks out of ten for Vicky's mum, please? Oh, ten. Lovely. Here we go. Forty-four. This is more like it. Yes, Anna, what may I do for you, please? I'm just going to tell you that I think I may have uh, beaten your record. Well, I've, I've been to eight countries. Right, well, I've lost count. I'm cabin crew, so I don't know. I've oh, lost count. Yeah, that, that doesn't count, I'm afraid. Oh, why not? Because you only get to stay in a hotel that's in the airport. That's not true. 
we get plenty of time there. Well, how many... Give me a rough idea of how many countries you've been to. Mm, 40, 50. I don't... I don't... And what's the... But you only spent, like, a day there or something, no. didn't you? Five days sometimes. Five days sometimes. How many countries have you spent five days sometimes in? Oh, um... Three. No, 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 more than that. Yeah. Anna... Come I, on, yeah, but I've been there. I don't think I can allow it. What, what, what constitutes whether you've been there or not? Actually smelling it. I've smelt it. Eating the food there, sleeping on a dirty bed, making love to someone who lives there, Anna. Oh, That's no. being there. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. No, I didn't do it either, to be honest, and no, I never got the chance. Anna, thank you, it's a brave effort, but I think you're trying to sneak in via the back door, and we can't allow that on this show. So, so far, the record is eight countries, and that's me that's been to that. Someone's got to have done more than that, haven't they? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. It's the phone number. Ian at lbc.co.uk is my email address. I know. Oh, dearie me. Uh, oh eight seven oh nine or whatever. You don't need a number. Hello, Agent Chris. You're right. Yep. Thank you. Some emails. Ian, the bosses really want you off the station, as in really, they'll be losing a loyal listener if they oust you, my friend. They'll probably be losing a lot more than just me, actually. Well, you say that. We got the listening figures in last week, so. I know for a fact they won't be losing that many people. Uh, Ian, sir, if ever I've seen... Oh, we've done that one. That was the Yasser bullying. Uh, we need to get the score for the last call we just had. Which Prime Minister had a sexual relationship with Ivan Novello? And if you've never been abroad, you're a sad loser. Now, without meaning to make light of the terrible situation, wasn't Omar Khayyam the man, not the gentleman there, wasn't he the fellow who said, I liked it so much I bought the company? Was that the, it's the same name, isn't it? Do you know what I'm talking about, Helen? You're as, you're, you're as old as me. I liked it so much, I bought the company. Do you know what I'm talking If, if anyone knows what I'm talking about. Sorry, I'm, I'm throwing lots of questions. Ah, Victor Kayam. That's maybe saved us an embarrassing phone call from someone. Victor Kayam. I liked it so much, I bought the company. Wasn't it? It was Remington, wasn't it? Or something he bought. I did, wow, imagine that liking thing so much. You buy the company. Wow. Wow. I like pencils so much, but I ain't gonna buy a pencil company, for God's sakes. Uh, if you've never been abroad, you're a bit of a loser. Uh, the point system, uh, and which... Uh, we're, not, we're not doing a quiz. Uh, for goodness sakes, we'll leave that to Gareth King. But we are asking which uh, former Prime Minister had a sexual relationship with Ivan Novello. I was shocked by this answer. I was shocked by this answer. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Karen's in the farm, bro. Hello, Karen. Hello there. Karen, I need you to give marks out of ten for the caller we had before the news, please. Um, oh, ten it'll be. Yeah, no, now, mm, the thing is, we thought, yes, excellent, everyone give ten out of ten. We've just had, uh, one of the bosses come in, uh, and he said we've got to be quite honest with the scores. I don't think that was a ten out of ten. <laughs> Are you underground, right. Karen? No. This is very noisy. I've got a rubbish phone. You've got I a rubbish got phone. It and it's rubbish. Yeah, phones can be rubbish, can't they? Yeah. But why does it sound like a motorbike? That's because I'm in a van. Oh, you're in a van, okay. So, but, but honestly, marks out of ten. Um, oh, nine. Yeah, well, eight, maybe. eight, I think, I think eight is more accurate. So hang on, that's, hang on, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, that takes us up to. I actually had to do that on my fingers. Now, Karen. Yes? Have you, you called in for something, have you? Yes. Abroad, going abroad. Go on. It's not me, it's my partner's ex. Um, basically... Already never... I don't like her. She sounds like a cow. Well, basically, she's never been abroad. She's about my age, about 25. Th and, 30. um, she won't go abroad because she thinks planes drop out of the sky and boats sink. Well, yeah, now, yes, those things do happen. Let's be honest. But she's got that impression, and my partner's kids, she's like... 
you know, she's trying to put that impression in their face. Oh, they're all that's going not abroad good. and everything, and they think it's fantastic. Yeah, they're that's not good. with us, and they think it's brilliant. You can, the thing is, you can get a train across Europe if you need to. Well, if you look at the statistics and everything, though, it's safer to Isn't go. Isn't it something... I, re- I was reading... Funny you I was reading the stats the other day. Isn't it something like only 35% of aeroplane journeys end in disaster? It's something like that. I'm, I may have got that less slightly wrong. That. Is it less than 35%? Hey, Karen, I, I'm going to take my mum to New York in May. Yeah. But I need to get her a passport. How long does it take to get a passport these days? Um, it's a while since I got mine, so I can't remember. Yeah, I need to... I'm worried that I'm... Because we, we, we're going, like, the 27th of April... Well, I, I'm worried that I, maybe I won't have... But that's like two and a half months away. That should be all right, shouldn't it? I'd sort it the next few weeks, make sure. Yeah. Karen, thank you very much for that. Uh, Marla in the Docklands. Hello. Hello, Marla. Could you give Karen marks out of ten for me, please? Marks out of ten? Yes. Um, I'd say eight. Eight, so that takes up to <laughs> sixty. Sorry, the, the thing is, we've just... We've had Lino's emailed in, uh, agreeing with the bosses, really, saying, Ian, the whole scoring system has fallen to pieces. I'd give all the callers a mean average of three so far. Without... <laughs> order we have nothing nothing i say so we do if you're calling in to score the callers you have to give us uh, accurate scores please marla yes may i help you i'm calling in um about the traveling abroad issue of course you are it's an issue now <laughs> it's an issue i don't agree with you i think it's appalling that you think people who haven't gone abroad are losers okay uh-huh. why do you because think it, why do you think it's appalling when obviously it's not be- because, <laughs> because I think a lot of people have not travelled because they can't afford it. Wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Why am I wrong? wrong. You can get the Daily Express, yeah. the Daily Mail, two of my least favourite newspapers, but every few months they will do a go to France for a pound. <laughs> and you can, you, you can buy tickets to go on a ferry to France for a pound. Yeah. Every, <laughs> even the homeless fellow who, who lives on the bench near me can afford that, Marla. <laughs> I think maybe I'm being a bit of a snob um, with my definition of abroad, because I don't consider friends abroad. I mean, I, um, it's, it's a different country, but, you know, yeah. people might not want to know. They don't. They, yeah. might, they just might not want to go to France. Um, okay, one second, Marla. I'm just going to switch my microphone off. You're right for a second. Yeah. Hang on one second. <laughs> Chris, she's a flipping idiot! She doesn't <laughs> think that France is abroad! What do you put her on the radio for? <laughs> turn me back on, turn me back on. Hello, Marla, sorry about that. I just had to sort no, something but out. But, seriously, but, I've, done, I've done more countries than you, Ian. France, that's not what we're talking about. For, no, how, many country, how many countries have you been, been to? I've counted ten if I'm allowed to include the country I'm from. No, you're not. Okay, so it's nine. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I, I could probably match you. Okay. Let's pl- okay, let's play, let's play foreign country tennis. Okay. I'll start. And I'm including France as a... France is a foreign country, Marla. Why can't you yeah. accept that, you... Lunatic? No, I'm teasing. OK, I'll start. France. Okay. Israel. Israel. Yeah. No, I'm saying I've been to Israel as well. Yeah. Oh, Marla's phone's breaking up. How convenient is that when we're playing foreign country tennis? I'm sorry, Israel. OK, so let's start again. OK, so I'm saying France. Israel. And I'm saying I've been to Israel as well. Your turn. OK, oh, sorry. OK, Dominican Republic. Sri Lanka. Greece. China. Spain. The United States of America. I can, yeah, I, I would call that. Um, Thailand. Okay. Well, you can say that if you've been there, you've got to say it. We, 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 it doesn't matter if you're repeating it, because I'm now going to say Spain as well. Okay. Uh, Thailand. Well, you've just said Thailand. I'm sorry. Switzerland. Switzerland. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, oh, I've thought some more. Japan. Oh, 
so jealous. I'd love to go to Japan. Don't, don't, don't stop flirting with me, Marla. We're playing foreign country tennis, <laughs> and I'm about to destroy you. Continue. I know. No, I'm finished. But but can I say Canada? You finished? Yeah, I'm from Canada. You can't <laughs> say Canada, Marla. Oh. But I can say Canada. I know. Oh, can you? Where were you? Duh. I've been to Montreal. But don't, Marla, That's don't. Where I'm from. Oh no! Maybe I saw <laughs> you there. No way, come on. But, Marla, have you got any more countries? I don't, I'm sorry. I beat you. Marla, I'm going to have to cut you off because I beat you at foreign country tennis quite easily, I thought. I didn't think I could. Some more countries just came into my head at the last minute. Anyone else wants to challenge me and bring it on? Uh, Darren's in the Egham. Darren? Hello, mate. I'm very well. Marks out of ten, please, for Marla's phone call. I didn't think it was very good. Three. Three, yeah. Uh, the thing is, we've got we've got to be honest. However much it hurts me, got it. We're on sixty three now. Oh, we've definitely got to be honest. Yeah, totally. You? I did, you can't. It, well, I did think we could get away with people coming on and saying, "Yeah, t- I'll give it ten. I'll give her ten. Can't do that. The bosses have said no, 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 no. So no, that's. No, you that's... don't want the bosses to get upset, do you? Who knew we didn't want the bosses getting upset? Do we? No. 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 Darren, what can I do for you, my friend? I've never been abroad. You never been abroad? No, I never want to go abroad. But wh- how? Okay. How old are you, sir? 37. Oh, sweet home Alabama, no! No. Why do you not want to go abroad and experience the culture, see the beautiful women, eat the amazing food, taste the delicious intoxicating whites, feel the sun as though you've never felt it before, lie on warm golden beaches, walk through the sea, go and see amazing pieces of art? Why don't you want that, Darren? Because we've, we've got all of that in the UK. Um, okay, let's go, let's go one by one. Be- beautiful women. I don't think so. Oh, well, you've been looking in the wrong places. I don't think so, Darren. Oh, yes. I don't think so. Mm -mm. The the warm sun. I don't think so. Okay, I'll let you have the warm sun. The golden beaches. I don't think so. Plenty of them. Plenty of them. No, there's not. Not not in Britain. Everyone's... There's not. Where? British... There's one in Hale. There are... British beaches are the mankiest beaches in the world. No, they're not. They're lovely. They are awful. No, they're cleaned every night. What? What? Yeah, you get this tractor going up and down, cleaning the sand. You you get a tractor going up and down, cleaning the sand? Yes. Bobbins. Absolute bobbins. No. What about uh, all the sewage we pump out into the sea? Well, they do it in other countries, don't they? But they, no, they don't. No. Yes, they do. No. Darren, they don't have much better yes, ways. Yes, they do. Where do they get rid of it, then? Oh, that's true. They give it to us, don't they? Yes, thank you. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, the fantastic foods. We haven't got fantastic food in this country, unless it's from a foreign country. No. We've got pie mash and liquor. Oh, you're winding me up, aren't you, Darren? You're having a laugh. I'm not, mate. That's gorgeous stuff. Darren, please, what what you're saying to me, you're saying, hello, Ian, my name's Darren, I'm from the Egham, and I am a sad, uncultured loser. And I don't want no, you to say that, because you, you sound like a decent... All right, let me put it in your language. Think of all the fit birds you could put on a foreign holiday, my friend. Married, I can't do it. Ah, I see you. <laughs> she must want to go away for a bit, mustn't she? Nah. She's the same as me. She likes it in this Thick. country. There's yeah. a, no, there's a lot of culture in this country what a lot of people don't see. There is a lot of culture what a lot of people don't see. You're spot on there, my friend. But I just yeah. I just think, Darren, there's a whole... The, 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 the UK, England, it's so tiny. It's so insignificant. How can you... Darren, I genuinely believe if you've not been abroad, you shouldn't have the right to vote. Oh, that's a bit unfair. No, I think it's true. You don't know what the world is like. You're voting... On world issues. You're voting on foreign policy, on how we deal with oil, on wars, and all, you're voting on those things. You don't know what the world's like. Oh, we do. From what? From watching Sky? From watching Sky? Yeah. Well, we can get everything we need from Sky. CNN, everything. Darren, I'm going to say goodbye to you. Take it easy. Thank you, my friend. 
very sad. That's broken my heart a little bit. Nigel in the Aldershot, can you give Darren marks out of ten for that call, please? Oh, I think for a good argument he had, a, had you on about an eight. Well, yes, I beat him, yes, so uh, that's 71. Okay, well done. Nigel, yes, you've called in. What may I do for you? Oh, I'd like to play you at foreign country tennis, please. I, I fear you're going to, I suspect you're going to beat me, because you've got that slightly smug, full-of-yourself-up-your-own-bum uh, kind of voice on you. You've got it exactly, mate. I'm a coach driver, and oh. I used to be an ex-merchant seaman. Oh. So, which country would you like to start in? Well, Nigel, no, I should not play foreign country tennis with you. I shall bow down, because that woman was coming on full of herself, saying that yeah, she, she would do it. I, 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 had, to, I, I you, had to phone you up, Ian. Nigel, I should tell you what we should like do. That. If you stay on the line... Yeah. We will find someone who will play it against you. Will you. Are you prepared to accept a challenge from a caller? Uh, yeah, not a problem. Oh, uh, right the only yeah. thing I will say, live on the air, I'm at a school being a coach driver and the signal is not fantastic, so... <laughs> do, do, do children affect the signal these days? <sighs> yeah, they do in the school I'm in. You're not... Let, let's just check for legal reasons. You're not driving children right now, are you? No, I'm standing outside the coach talking to you. Good boy. Watching all these BMWs and... All kinds of really posh cars come in and out. Do you let the kids... Pl- when, I was, when I was at school and the, we had a coach, it was a big thing. You'd always have tapes with you. Go on, ask him if you can put the tape on. No, you ask him. Ask him to put the tape on. Do you let the kids play their own tapes or indeed compact discs on the coach? Uh, well, I was going to say, are you in the 18th century? Because the majority of coaches now got CD players. He's a stroppy... Nigel, stay there. I kind of like you and I'm glad you're on my side now. Stroppy little sod, isn't he, eh? You can tell he's a coach driver. Wouldn't take no LBC from the kids. Uh, okay, well, can we find another caller, please, to play foreign country tennis with Nigel from the Aldershot? I bow down, I back out. I stand no chance there. I am uh, an amateur when it comes to travelling the world. If you think you can beat Nigel, who sounds a bit full of himself, I'd like to see him brought to his knees. If we can do that, then it's 08709090973 is the phone number. We're still trying to find uh, the Prime Minister that uh, had a little bit with uh, Ivan Novello, if we can. Uh, but before that, let's get the latest on the roads and indeed the trains with Richard Hakea. Couple of things to watch out. Oh. Yes. Uh, now, before the break, sorry, that's rather a bit of an anticlimax that start for me, I do apologise. Before the break, we had Nigel in the order shot, who sounded like a cocky so-and-so. Nigel, are you still there? I'm still here, Ian. Now, you wish to play uh, f- uh, foreign country tennis. Yeah. I've backed down because you're going to beat me. But Derek has risen to the challenge. Derek in the Crystal Palace, do you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, oh, but these sound like two very dour men, don't they? <laughs> Derek, you think you can uh, beat Nigel at foreign country tennis, do you? I, I don't know, you know, because I really, I wanted to challenge you. Oh, oh no, my friend. Yeah, exactly me. Okay, right. here we go. Yeah. I'm going to toss a coin. Nigel, I'm tossing a coin. Heads or tails, Nigel? Heads. Heads? It's tails. Derek, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Are you going first? Okay, let's go. Uh, let's start. Can we get, we, have we got any music or something we can play that's a little bit... <laughs> On Monday. Oh, then he ruins it by saying it that, doesn't he? <laughs> hang, hang on, we'll find, let me find some music, let me find some music, hang on. Um, tense music. Here we go. No, that's too... Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, oh, this is awful, I should have looked at this. Um, okay, this... i enough line this end without any music. Here we go, let's have this nice and low, nice and low. Okay, Derek, starting with you, your first country, please. Canada. Nigel. Norway. Derek. America. Nigel. Sweden. Derek. Diana. Well, Diana. Whoa, whoa, Diana. Guyana. 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 Okay, continue. Yeah. Nigel. Finland. Derek. Trinidad. Nigel. Oh dear. Uh, Germany. Oh, hang on. I could have beaten him at this rate. Derek. Uh, what I say? Uh, Trinidad. Barbados. Nigel. Holland. Derek. Antigua. Nigel. 
Switzerland. St. Lucia. Nigel. Rome. Uh, Italy. Oh, one more mistake <laughs> like that, Nigel, and you're out. It's countries, not the yeah. cities. Derek, your turn. Okay, uh, Tenerife. Nigel. Barbados. Derek. Spain. I'm not Spain. <laughs> uh, France. What happened there? Something happened there. The, it falters, but he's in. Nigel. St. Lucia. Derek. Holland. Nigel. Dominican Republic. Derek. Belgium. You're listening to LBC 97.3. We're playing foreign country tennis. Nigel, your serve. Venezuela. Derek. Oh, um, what else have I been with? Oh, Maldives. What about that? Are the Maldives a country? They're islands. Well, it's foreign, isn't it? Hang on, well, hang on a second. Stop the clock. Are the Maldives a foreign country? Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to let that one go. Nigel, your turn. Say that again, Ian. It's your turn. Sorry, uh, Holland. You said Holland, Nigel! No, I haven't. Yes, you have. You, you, okay. You, okay, well, no, 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 Nigel, I'm afraid you're out, Derek. <laughs> um, Derek, you've, Derek, you've won. I've won. You've won. Excellent, excellent. Well done you, well done you. <laughs> Derek, thank you very much. Oh, by the way, can you give the other fella marks out of ten? Oh, well, for the couple of mistakes, it's got to be about six, really. Six. Listen, Derek, thank you very, very much for that. That was more exciting than it should have been, wasn't it? That was genuinely quite a tense bit of radio there. I was very excited about it. We just played foreign country tennis. It's copyright of this show. Don't anyone steal it. Moyles will be doing this in the morning. Chris Moyles will be doing this in the morning. If you want to hear that again, Chris Moyles or James O'Brien. Hello, Sheila. <laughs> Hello, Ian. Hello, my love. How are you? I'm fine and indeed dandy. I'm very tired, actually. Are you? I slept. I have been sleeping terribly the last few nights. Have, a, have a, um, a lettuce sandwich. Yes, no, lettuce makes you sleepy. That's why you shouldn't give uh, lettuce to rabbits, because it sends them to sleep. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely true. I will have a lettuce. I haven't got any lettuce, but I, I will get some. Yes, very good. Thank you. Knocks me out completely. Yes, I bet it does. <laughs> that that and, and the marijuana. Now, Sheila. Right. Now, I've been thinking about your question. Yes. And I agree with you. Yes. I think people who've never been abroad yes. are very, very boring people. Aren't they just? And especially those who don't encourage their children to go are extremely selfish. Yes. They remind me of people who do venture abroad very timidly... Yes. ...but will insist on taking their boxes of cornflakes. Oh, and, and they go in every day, they go, they go to the English pub... Yes. ...and they drink English beer yes. and they have a fry-up. A fry-up once or twice on a holiday is fine. It just, every day? Uh, it aggravates... I mean, there are so many beautiful <laughs> countries to see. Aren't they just? You learn so much from the cultures... Yes. ...and you've got the fantastic weather. And some of those girls are so fit, aren't they? <laughs> I'm being uh, vaguely well, I sexist don't look there. Yes, yes. Oh, good girl. Hang on, you're about sixty, though, Sheila. <laughs> you, you, surely you shouldn't feel that anymore. I can still look. I don't have to touch. You don't have to touch. Thank God for that, Sheila. Would you agree with me? If you, if people don't take their children abroad, they don't love them. <laughs> That's a silly question. It's not a silly question. It's, um, a, it's a sensible question. Yeah, they still love them, but they don't want love them as much. Jealous. They're jealous of them. They're jealous of their children. Yes, and that's that's not a silly statement you've just made. Pardon? Yes. Sheila, yes. before we go, Derek was the last caller we had there. Marks out of ten for his telephone call. Not for him, but for the call and the contribution to this show, please. Uh, seven and a half. Oh, why has she gone and after? Thank you, Sheila. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, why has she complicated stuff by putting seven and a half? That makes us, hang on, uh, eighty-four and a half are on flipping. It just gets harder and harder, doesn't it?
Afternoon Wilder Show. Yes, now James in the Pinner is lying on this email. Ian at lbc.co.uk. Ian, I've been to every country in the world twice. I don't think so. I'm not buying that for one second. Uh, people just, Jay is very kindly just sent me a, li- a, a list of, don't just send me a list of countries you've been to, because I'm not going to read it out. Make very poor radio. Uh, Marion is in the Winchmore Hill. Hello, Marion. Hello. Now, you know the answer to this question, which, this was a trivial pursuit question at the weekend. Right. Which former British Prime Minister had a little bit of <laughs> with Ivan Novello? Allegedly, Winston Churchill. I don't think we need to say allegedly he's dead. Winston Churchill was, uh, w- uh yes. Right? No, I didn't know this. Is this common knowledge? No, I read it lately. You read it lately? Yes. Oh, why so lately? It's only been in the papers. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm not. Hey, listen. I'm getting a. I'm not accusing you of anything, Marion. I didn't say you were. You implied it by the tone of your voice. No, I did not. Okay, in that case, I misinterpreted. Marion, Sheila, how many marks out of ten would you give her for that call? Hello. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking to Sheila. No, I'm talking about Sheila. To you. I quite enjoyed her, and let's bring it up to eight and a half so that you straighten out your books. Thank you. So that's hang on. So that's ninety three. We're Marion. Thank you, Marion. Have you been abroad much? Uh, I counted how many countries. How about eleven? Eleven sounds fine to me. What a lovely voice! I'm now getting emails though from people saying um, uh, that it was a different Winston Churchill. It was the writer. There's a writer called Winston. There's not a writer. That's, that's obviously Prime Minister Winston Churchill is going. Oh yeah. Oh no, it wasn't me that did it. it was it was the other Winston Churchill? Yes, the one who writes. But I don't know any writers called Winston. Winston. Ah, yeah, no. Yeah, he's not very good. You wouldn't have heard of him. Oh, dear, what's this? It carries. Ian, country count is... I'm going to say that very carefully. Country count is up to 26. If you add Sweden and Ireland, does that count to the list? Yes, it does. Um, Ian, people who go to the same place, same hotel, in the same resort year after year are just as sad. Sir Sam Lundman. What was our theory today? And I think we've kind of proved it by the idiots that have phoned up to say otherwise. If you're an adult and you have never been to a foreign country, then you are an uncultured loser. You're a sad, thick, boring person. And to be honest, I don't want your company. Never be- never been abroad even once. Pretty sad going. And kids, if you're under 18, and your parents have never taken you abroad, they don't love you. They don't love you. I'm really sorry to say it, but it's absolutely true. Uh, 0870-909-0973. Also, after four, we're on the hunt for Britain's loneliest job. What is the loneliest job in Britain? Now, we kind of thinking that Max uh, Churchill, uh, who does the nighttime show here... Uh, Max Churchill, you were from Helen Hunting House? Very good. Very good. Yes, uh, exactly. Uh, that's quite a lonely job, isn't it? D- doing the radio shift from midnight to f- five s- in the morning, whenever it is, seven... I don't know what time... Seven in the morning, what, seven hours, something like that? I don't really know. I don't really, I don't really listen. Although I did call him up once, and uh, it was quite good fun. That's going to be a lonely job. Do you do the loneliest job in Britain? Can we find someone who works and never meets anybody else? Paperboy's a bit of a lonely job, isn't it? Lighthouse keeper. A farmer, that's pretty lonely. 08709090973. What is the loneliest job in Britain? And is it necessarily a bad thing? Sometimes it's quite a good thing, isn't it? Being a little bit lonely and quiet at work. If you've got tips on how you can get through the entire day without speaking to people, call in and share them as well, because I want to know how you do it. 0870 The email, of course, ian at lbc.co.uk. Don't forget, after six, uh, we'll be taking your call straight to air. And also, we've got a very, very good uh, MP3 for you today. So make sure you stay listening. It was Kirsten Smith.
And I was asking you who the newsreader was, because I didn't hear the beginning bit. He made me... She thinks I'm an idiot now. Little bit. Apologies, Kirsten. I can only apologise. I may I say, I think you read the news excellently. Now I'm patronising her. I've just dug myself a really big hole and jumped in it and covered myself in dirt, for goodness sakes. I'm moving on. Where's that email about... Arabs? <laughs> I'll move on again. Oh, dear. <laughs> Very funny. Well, not funny email. Shock- funny that they sent it to me. Anyway, we're still carrying on saying if you've never been abroad, you are indeed a loser. You, there's so much happening in the world, so many amazing, wonderful things to see, that if you don't go abroad, you're an uneducated loser. Oh, and by the way, kids, <clears throat> if you're just coming home from school, and you're listening to this, and you're under 18, and you've never been to a foreign country, you know your parents? They don't love you. You know your parents? They're probably not your parents, you're probably adopted. It's a shameful state of affairs when parents can't be bothered to get off their backside, spend a few quid, and take their children to foreign countries. What they're saying is, we don't want you to be educated. We don't think you're worth it. Shame on those parents. Shame indeed. Uh, We're also asking, what is Britain's loneliest job? Do you think you've got the loneliest job? I I would think that a lollipop lady is quite a lonely job. Yes, you get lots of kids walking past, but they're mostly going... Yeah, I can cross the road on my own. I'm 15. Yeah, I know. You've got to wait. Yeah, I'm 15. You can stick it up your bum. Get your lollipop stick. Stick it right up there. I'm 15. That's, so that's quite a lonely job. What is the loneliest job in the world? And do you do it? And is, does it make you miserable, or do you quite enjoy being on your own? I would love... One of the... Th- one of the, um... Downsides of moving into one office is everyone's there. And it's nice because you get to see some of the beautiful ladies and you get to hang out with Maxie Allen, who's always amusing, always entertaining. And some of the other lovely people. But sometimes you just think, wish everyone would shut up and go away. Just, just want to be on my own for a bit so that I can go through my emails, do a bit of stuff for the show and check the eBay. Just want that once. But it shall never happen, and in many ways I'm happy that it won't happen. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. What is the loneliest job in the country? Uh, and also, uh, if you've got any tips for how you can have a quiet, lonely day, how you can make sure people don't bother you, that would be quite handy. But on the subject of travelling abroad, it's Denise in the Wimbledon. Hello, Denise. Hello. Hello, Denise. How are you? I was fine until I heard your comment on the radio, actually. Thank you. Before we get to that, she sounds angry. Before we get to that, can we have marks out of ten for the call before the news, please? Um, I actually didn't hear it. I turned it off because I was ringing you at that time. Ah. And they always tell you to switch the radio off when you're on the, on the phone, etc. <clears throat> etc. Someone actually said etc. Could you just give us a number? Uh, three. Oh, Christ, that's not going to help, is it? We're on 96 now. Denise, yes, you sound like you've got an issue. What is it? Let me set you straight. Sorry? What's, what's your point? My point is, it's a very thoughtless thing that you've just said for all those people that actually can't afford children abroad. The, so you've what? got some children roaming around in cars <coughs> thinking their parents don't love them because yeah. somebody like you yeah. has decided to tell them yeah. their parents don't love them because they haven't taken them abroad. Yeah. Not everybody has got their money to take children abroad. Yes, they have. They have not. Yes, they have, Denise. 
Why do you think everybody can afford to do that? What about people that can only just about live hand to mouth each week? There's, there's no one like that. This, this is no, there's no one who can live. Just Sorry, are you on this planet, or are you in another one? No, I'm in this move? Denise. I'm in this country where people. There's no. We don't have poverty in this country. Now, let me get there to the. There is an element of poverty in no, this not, country. Not, there are people Denise, here. Denise. No. Denise. No. You hang on a minute. You you've issued a statement. Let me come back. There's not real poverty in this country. There is, there is a no, there situation isn't. where there are people Denise. that are living in accommodation yeah. on benefits, etc. Okay. The Don't children st- wouldn't Denise. understand Denise. that they've only got a certain amount Denise. of money to spend. Denise, stop saying etc. and actually use words. Don't say etc. as though I know what you're talking about, okay? Say actual words, not stuff that you write down. Now, there isn't, I take your point, but there's not real poverty in this country. No, it's not a case of real poverty. No, that's, what, that's the point I was just making then. Let's, let's just agree on that. There's not real poverty in this country. Do we agree on that? But you, you are still saying that there are people Denise, in this country Denise, that can afford to go listen abroad. Listen to me, listen to me. Once, let's, let's agree on one bit at a time, and then, then I'll, prove, I'll prove you wrong. There's not real poverty in this country, is there? Would you agree with that? Uh, for people that are living on the streets, that's real poverty, yeah. Right, but there's not real poverty in this country, is there? Not if you're comparing it to Africa. Thank you very much, that's what I'm doing. Well done, you've got the point at last. Congratulations. Now, right. we've got that one, well done. You get up early to be so annoying, or does it come naturally? You're not John I'm, uh, who's, who's feeding you the lines? I know I'm not Johnny Vaughan. Who's feeding Nobody. you the lines, Denise? You can't no, do this. My, that's my teenage daughter. Well, tell her to shut her mouth and listen, okay? Because no, I'm, I'm educating you. Because I'm on the phone Denise. and we're not allowed to have the radio on. Denise, I'm educating you. Be quiet. A little bit of respect. No, now, why should I give someone respect that was being so rude to people that can't afford to go abroad and well, making Denise. them think that they're inadequate because they can't afford? Denise, tell her to be quiet, otherwise I'm going to cut you off because this is now getting too confusing having two people speaking at once. Is she going to be quiet? She is quiet, but please don't talk to me like I'm an idiot. Well then, no, Denise, you've come on with the attitude, and so I'm defending myself, okay? And uh, to be honest, I think you are being a bit of an idiot. Now, no, I'm not. Now, listen. There's only one space for an idiot, and you're already there. You there you go, you see, why? All the time, Denise, we're having a, a nice, interesting, intelligent conversation, and you're coming out with insults. Why are you doing that, Denise? Because you were doing it to me! No, I wasn't! You're hearing... You were telling me to use real words. Yes, instead of saying etc. Etc. means nothing, Denise. It's meaningless. So don't say that as though I know what you're substituting that for. Use real words. Okay. Thank you. I don't believe that you can honestly say... Oh, God, she's not listening, is she? She's not listening. She is the cat's mother. She's not listening and she's coming out with clichés now. This is awful. You're responsible for a child, Denise, are you? I'm responsible for two, actually. I I feel so sorry for them. Now... The point is, everyone can afford to go to a foreign country. Not necessarily. Yeah, they can. Actually, I tell you what, let me ask people who are out there yeah. uh, listening to this radio programme, yeah. if they're in a situation where they are genuinely cannot afford to take their children yeah. abroad to ring in. Okay. And, I mean, I'm not in that situation, thank oh, you. Oh, so hang on a minute, you don't even... Sorry, I, sorry, I thought you knew what you were talking about. So you don't know what you're no, talking I about. I do know what I'm talking about. You don't know about. what I'm you're talking about. Up you're for speaking people. but Denise, don't stand up for anyone. Stand up for yourself. Let I'm them stand to. up. Let them stand up. You can't you're not allowed to because you don't know what you're talking about. You're I coming do. out with cliches and nonsense and self righteous stuff out of your backside that is meaningless, Denise, and it's patronizing. Do you know what? You're patronizing. You will never make it to Ferrari spot because you Thank really are Denise. An idiot. May I say, thank Christ for that. But you think that you are. That's I know, what's I so don't, amazing. Denise, 
I, I do not think I'm Nick Ferris. I in no way want to be Nick Ferris. I, I, I do, well, you'll, you've you've got it so wrong. To. Denise, you're trying to be controversial. No, Denise, time. I'm not. You're trying to be obnoxious, and you're succeeding, and well done. I, I pity your children. And we've got a choice. We've got to go to the news in 20 seconds. You can either yeah. come back after the news, or you can, no, you, I really, you can go away. I really can't be bothered. Okay, bye bye. Thank you very much. Oh, it's 7.09. I don't like... I'm sticking up for people who can't look after... People can look after themselves, Denise. That's going to get us... That's going to get us one out of ten. We're stuffed. In the afternoon, mother show. Let's have a little recap, shall we? Uh, we're having to uh, rank the uh, callers. You're basically having to do it for us. We've got to reach 240 points, which is some arbitrary score that the bosses have come up with. They're trying to get rid of me, but they can't, so they're making stuff up. So if you're calling in, make sure you can hear the call that was on before you, because you've got to give the marks out of ten. If you could, that'll be fantastic. We are looking for the loneliest job in the world, uh, and also, if you've never been abroad, you're a loser. And kids, if you've not been abroad, your parents don't love you. Despite what Denise says. Uh, Ian, says Lisa from the Epson, on the subject of lonely jobs, my friend used to be a shepherd. There's no such things as shepherds. They don't have shepherds anymore. Do they? But he gave up because of the innuendo about his relationships with his sheep. There's no... You don't get shepherds now. Uh, Alice says, surely sitting in a toll booth on a motorway is a lonely job. No, you get to meet tens of thousands of people every single day. Where's the loneliness in that? That's going to be one of the most inspiring jobs. Ian, I'm a writer married to a Chinese doctor. He is Chinese and a doctor of Chinese medicine. I live in Quinzhou, China, a city of two million, but hardly anybody speaks English. Because of his job, I sometimes don't see my husband for days. I'm pretty much alone and sometimes only hear my own voice when I shout at the people letting off firecrackers at five in the morning. Wow, Heidi, that sounds cool, though. Gilbert's from the Australia. Hello, Gilbert. Hi, Ian. Hey, Gilbert, how's it going? Very well, thank you. Nice one, mate. What can I do for you? Um, for Australians, it's, it's a, it's a, it takes a lot to travel because we're so far from everywhere. Um, I've recently just moved to the UK and I'm just, it's amazing for us that there's so many countries at your doorstep and not many British people are going there. Well, yeah, no, exactly. You say not many Australians travel. A lot of them travel, don't they? The young Australians. Yeah, they travel, but it, it's a lot harder to travel because okay. it's so far. I mean, to get here takes 24 hours or so. Um, but, you know, I've managed to do 12... So far. Hang on, so you you live miles away from anywhere and you've done twelve countries, have you? Yes. Fantastic. This is the this is the spirit we should have. And you're right. We've got Europe right on our doorstep. You, and once you're in Europe, that's it. You can go anywhere in the world pretty much. And the people in this country, Gilbert, are too lazy to do it. I, I agree. I mean, you don't know what you've got, and, um, and uh, it's just there. You should just go. It's, and it's so cheap compared to other countries for travelling. Now, Australia, of course, the home of the backpacker, and uh, can I stay on your floor for, for a day? You're there for six months. You could, you've travelled to all these countries. I'm guessing you've done it without that much money, haven't you? Um, no. I, or are, I, you, are you rich? I'm a professional. Oh, okay. No, very nice. Well, we like you then. That's fine. So you stay, you're, instead of going in tents and things and sleeping on buses, you're staying in swanky hotels, are you? I try to. Very, very nice. Gilbert, anything else I can do for you, sir? Um, loneliest jobs. Uh, oh, so, before we go, Gilbert, can you give Stroppy Denise marks out of ten for her call? I liked her, actually. She, I think she should get a nine. Nine? I, hey, well, uh, that's good. I, I was worried. We're, we're on a hundred and five! Have we got a bell or something we can ring to say we've, hang on, hang on, I feel we should ring a bell every time we reach a hundred. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Should have done this before. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> Oh, that's a bit miserable, isn't it? Oh, dear. That's the Big Ben, isn't it? I think that's Big Ben. 
good girl. There we go. Yes, we got the bell in the end. Uh, so, give it lonely jobs. Uh, in IT, um, mm. it's my profession, and uh, there's some really lonely jobs. If you work in a data center during the night shift, data, um, data center. That's sorry, good, thank you. Y- yeah, um, there's back backup operators and, and tape changers who just. Well, surely then... I always thought IT was the, the, the friendly, slightly chubby, greasy bloke that you call down to extension 6969, whatever. My yeah. computer's not working. He comes up, he fixes it, he talks about Jedis and stuff like that, and then he goes. That's, that's quite a friendly job. That's the help desk, though. Um, uh, like, what I'm talking about is backup. You, you don't talk to any people. You no. just back up machines and change yeah. tapes. It sounds, good. it sounds miserable. It sounds very lonely. That's going on the list. Steve is on line two. Hello, Steve. Good afternoon, Ian Lee. Steve, you're not on line two. You're on line five. I don't know why I said that radio oh, cliche. Can I just move, then? Yeah, go on. Right, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Right, I'm here. He's on line two. There we go. That's better. Thank you, Steve. Good afternoon, Ian Lee. Good afternoon. Can I have marks out of ten for the Aussie fella who just called? Well, I was going to give him eight, but because yep. yep. he gave Denny's nine, he's had to lose a couple of marks. OK, And I've had to lose another mark because he's Australian. Uh-oh. They're all criminals little there, bit, aren't little, they? Little bit of racism. Little bit of racism. OK, so how many marks are you going to give him? Um, I'll go with seven. Oh, OK, so that's, we're on uh, 112. That's not bad. That's not bad. We've got to get to 240 by six o'clock. Well, what was that Denny's on? Oh, oh God. Do you, I reckon her teeth are pleased when she goes to sleep at night. Well, she, uh, the thing is, I, what, what I don't like is when people... Ca- I, I don't mind having a passionate argument. I enjoy it. I really enjoy it. It's good sport for me. Uh, but the thing is, when they've come on and they've got, they've got a problem with me... Denise was like the fellow who called the other week. She had a problem with me, and whatever I said, she wasn't going to listen, and she was going to stick to her guns. And that's, you can't do, th- if, if someone corrects me, and someone proves me wrong, I'll put my hand up and say, hey, good point, well done, you're right, I was wrong. But she was never going to listen to me. And then when she said, oh, I'm just defending other people, you silly cow, they can defend themselves. Absolutely Patronising right. so-and-so. Anyway, Absolutely Steve, right. the loneliest job in the world, please. The lo- do you s- when you go down Oxford Street, you see them blokes and girls holding them boards up, you oh know. Um, golf uh, golf uh, sale this way. Yeah, golf sale, eat as much as you like, two ninety nine, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Hey, what a lousy job that's got to be. Yeah. That is, it's a good point. But you do often see them wearing Walkmans and reading books, which I think is in a... Pro- I think if you're going to do that, you should do it properly. I've, I've got another lonely job. Go on. The Arsenal striker. Hang on, he's made a football joke. Uh, Mario in the Wilsdon, do you understand football? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but Steve, do the football joke. Do the football joke. My hero. Yo, can I have a signed picture? Spurs, right? Do I support Spurs? I get too much stick, so I'm I'm not a Spurs fan. Oh, wicked. Mario, I am a Spurs fan. I'm taking the Mickey out of Arsenal. I said the Arsenal striker is the loneliest job in the world. It is. Never gets the ball to score. Isn't he the one who ran away? What's his name? Oh, what Campbell? What a waste of space he is. Oh God. Why did he do that for? Well, wouldn't you if you played for Arsenal? Who wants to admit to it? Well, I don't even talk about football, to be honest. Oh, I've got... No, I'm not here. I've never spoken to you. You're my oh. hero, Mario. Oh, respect, man. Respect, man. Oh, I want a signed picture. Really? Yeah, man. That's not an issue, man. That's not a problem, bro. I can arrange something. You know how we do. Oh, God. Not off. <laughs> not off. Not off. I listen to you. You know, I don't listen to that Nick Ferrari guys. I listen to you. I listen to you on this show. And yeah, on Clyde yeah. Ball. This, 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 I'm, I've never spoken to a legend before. Well, listen to this, yeah. Ian oh, and Nick is two different things. At the end of the day, yeah, I ain't gonna fly, I ain't gonna lie, but Nick is falling off a bit. Too much of that politics thing. Right now, we want to laugh. We want to be happy. We don't want to be talking about all that jazz. Ian is the man. 
Clagwell is the man. Do you know what I mean? Whoa, uh, Clagwell, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's the man. She's talking about Ian could never fit in, in, in Nick Ferrari's slot. Who wants to fit in Nick Ferrari's slot, really? That's morning. Well, it's too big of a chair, isn't it? It's too big of a chair, you know what I mean? And it's true, if you can't go abroad, right, it's true what Ian said, because it's not that you can't go abroad. People, right, they've got time to go. Why can't you make that opportunity in your life to have that opportunity to go abroad as well? It's not right. a rocket science. You Man, you are the seeker of truth and justice. Do you know that? Well, well that's all. It is. It's, not, it's not rocket science. You can queue up for your social. You can queue up in a passport office as well. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. At the end of the day, yeah, it's not for people to say that they can't afford to go, but anyone can afford to go abroad. Mario, Steve, thank you very, very much. Do some emails after this. The end of the afternoon weather show. You can give us a call 08709090973. More of your calls on the loneliest jobs and travelling the world after the news. Show. I'm going to clear my throat, London. If you don't want to hear it, block your ears. <coughs> I'm do that a lot recently. I've got a frog in my throat. I've had it for a couple of weeks. I just have to keep coughing. Mm, that's good. That's not good. That's... Anyway, travelling abroad. If you've, never, if you've never been abroad and you're an adult... You're an uncultured loser. I think we've pretty much proven that. That's almost fact now, which is pretty darn good news. If you... Kids, and I will say this again, and this is fact. This is fact. If you're a child and you haven't been abroad, your parents don't love you. Simple as. We're also asking, what is the loneliest job in the uh, world? Uh, Lino's emailed in. Lonely jobs. I'd have to say that Mike Mendoza fan club coordinator would be fairly high up on the list of lonely jobs. Good point. Well made. Thank you. Uh, Katia. Ian, I'm a gun engraver. Oh, now, isn't that sexy? A woman called Katia, nice name, and a gun engraver. Instantly, I'm a little bit, oh, hello. Yes, I'd like to watch you engrave your gun naked for some reason. I don't know, I don't, that's probably not safe to be in a gun engraver's workshop uh, without clothes on. Uh, Ian, I'm a gun engraver. I spend all of my time alone hammering metal um, behind a visor. A visor or a vice? In a very lonely workshop, I feel so alone that any insignificant events such as the phone ringing or the postman asking for my signature make me shiver with excitement. The highlights of my day used to be the salute to the preve, but even that has been taken away from me now. We can do it. We can, sh- 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 no, the bosses aren't listening. We can do this once, can't we? Hang on a second. Okay. This is, this is just for you, Katia, and for old time's sake. Salute the priest! Salute the priest! Yes, we do salute him, he's a good lad. Um, oh, we're doing a points ra- Mark in the Campbell. All right, Dan. Hello, Mark. How many marks out of ten would you give Mario in the Wilsdon for his call, please? No, it was all right, actually. I'd give him a six. It was all right, but you'll give him a six. Disappointing. Yeah. Okay, it's up to you. I can't go too high. No. Nope. I, I think you gave Denise a bit too. I, I see your point, but yeah. I saw her point as well. Yeah, but she was wrong. Yeah, but she was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and she was obnoxious. So, I don't mind people being wrong, but there's no need to be obnoxious and rude just because yeah, you're losing the argument. I think you wound her up the wrong way. I think yeah. you were on the, she was on the losing. I line. think life has wound Denise up the wrong way. And Denise, I know you're still listening. Switch to another station. Don't yeah, want you listening on. to this one. <laughs> anyway, yes, Mark. Boring, boring job. How did you get on with your points? And uh, did you beat Daisy Sampson's points? Of the, the, the listening figures? figures? Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about that. Slightly disappointingly, no, we didn't beat her. We've got exactly the same as when we took over, which is everyone was expecting us to go down. Even the bosses were expecting us to lose a lot of her listeners and go down. Because and you then... did this to Daisy the other day, which was a bit out of order. You were like, oh, I'll beat her, but you didn't. So. No, I didn't say I'd beat her. No, no, you said you would be. I will beat her. I will beat her in six months, uh, in, in the next, in three months' time. Okay, 
petrol. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. <laughs> and if I don't, I, then I will be getting sacked. <laughs> so it's as yeah, simple as that. But yes, I will beat you in three months' time. But, uh, do, no, but look, this, can I just say, I, d- I love Daisy Sampson. There's no, there's no uh, dissing. No, that's why I was surprised when you dissed her the other day. I was, I was dissing her figures. I'm not dissing her. Not her. No, no, no. I like Daisy. She's good. She's doing the uh, politics the on the ITV. Now. Yeah, she's doing. She's yeah. got a proper job. Proper stuff. Yeah, damn her. <laughs> anyway, Mark. Yes. She hasn't got a boring job. What? She hasn't got a boring job. No, she hasn't got a boring or a lonely uh-huh. job. She's well sorted. She's probably all them parties, celebrity parties. Celebrity parties, hanging out with Anthea Turner. Going yeah. to China Whites. So, seeing Jordan and Peter Andre have a little bust up in the hallway. She does it all now, Mark. Exactly, exactly. But boring jobs. Yes. Right, you know, when you're going through Covent Garden, you see those stupid men mm. and women dressed up as a big six foot tiger just standing yes. there still. Yes. Not what, even doing anything. One so second, I've just got to speak. Mark, I've got to speak to my producer. Chris. At what point do I tell him we're not doing boring jobs, we're doing lonely jobs? Should I mention no, no, it to him? No, 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 I mention it to him now or after he's finished? <laughs> right, it's a lonely job as well, as well as boring. A lonely jobs—that's what we're talking about. That's no, what we're talking it's about. Lonely and boring, so it gets a double whammy. It's a double whammy. One of those wha- one of those whammies I'm not interested in, but yes, <laughs> d- double, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's boring and lonely. What, and you're um, just standing there as a statue painted silver or something. What, what, now, the thing is, where's the point? Where, where is the ta- exactly, where's the, what's the point? And where's the talent in that? Oh, so I'll stand still for, for an hour. And how, and how do they think, do they wake up one morning and think, I want to be a silver statue standing <laughs> in the cold with stupid tourists throwing two penny coins into my hat? It's always confused me. That's uh, what I want to do. I, I wonder how much they make from doing that. I reckon they probably, I don't know, it's either, I don't know. Because they get a lot of tourists who will go, oh, those... They don't know the currency. Yes, exactly. penny coin. Yeah. Mark, it's a good point you've made there. Thank you very, very much for that. Just writing down. Uh, Gloria in the Edgware. Oh, hello. No, I'm actually in Henson now, but never mind. Never mind. We'll say Edgware. Can you give me marks out of ten for that last call, please? Yeah, about five. Yeah, it wasn't very good, was it? He He misunderstood what we were talking about, and he was a little bit dull. Yeah, he definitely misunderstood things. OK, um, but... 123 room. We need to make 2.40 by 6 o'clock. Fingers crossed. Uh, right, OK. Listen, I want to award Denise 15 points. Not for your benefit. OK. For hers. OK, well, it's marks okay. out of 10, so that's, that's, that's a strange starting point, but well done. Well, uh, well, no, because what I'm saying is that I think she, she held her own exceedingly well because you were really winding her up. I thought she was rude and obnoxious, Gloria. I wasn't being rude to her. Oh, I she, don't think she, she was, was being very. Hang on a minute. She was. You don't think she was being rude? She no. was. She was saying that I was nowhere near as. I wasn't good enough for this station. That I could I never do. Yes, yeah, she said that. That I couldn't host a breakfast show. That I was an idiot. Y- you don't think that's being rude, Gloria? I think that's being very rude. We were having a discussion, and she knew that she was losing, losing the discussion, so she started being rude and patronising. Oh, well, OK. There's no need for that. I don't mind. If someone disagrees with me, that's fantastic. That's what this is about. But there's Absolutely. no need to be rude, Gloria. That really upsets no, that's me. True. That's true. You shouldn't start on the personal insults. I didn't hear that, because obviously that was the point... Yeah. Where the children started talking to me. Of course it was. And I was saying, shush, 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 yes, shush. Yes. And I missed it, didn't I? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I assumed, I assumed, sorry, Gloria, because you were calling in to talk about it, you'd heard it all, but obviously not. Okay, that's fair I enough. I apologise. That's no, fine. At certain points, I do forbid the children from speaking, but unfortunately they don't always listen <laughs> to me. <laughs> yes, I know, it's shameful, isn't it? And you're not allowed to put <laughs> sticky tape on their mouths anymore. This is just, yeah. <laughs> Gloria, thank you very much for your call. It's much appreciated. Oh, did you, did you, did, hang on, I think she, I heard a squeak as though she had more to say. Gloria, did you have more to say? I certainly do, yes. It was actually <laughs> about going, going abroad on holiday. Okay, I apologise. Then the, the, the radio is yours. Thank you. No, I just did want to say 
that I have been very, very fortunate and that I've been able to visit nine countries. Yes. Okay. But yes. there are people in this country that really, truly cannot afford a holiday. And it is more expensive to stay in this country than it is to go abroad. You've not been listening to the show. When have I mentioned a holiday? Okay, visit. I've le- Let, let's use the word visit. No, let's say, let's say, let's say going abroad. This is what we've been saying all day. Let's uh, say going abroad. Not visit, not holiday, going abroad. Okay, going abroad. Thank you. Okay, but then why would bog standard Mr. Joe Bloggs normally go abroad? It's normally. It's irrelevant, holiday, it's irrelevant. Yeah? We're talking about going abroad, and everybody can afford to go abroad. Uh, when yeah. there's the pound steals on the ferries, Thank yes, you. but still not everybody. No, 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 no. Everyone can afford to go abroad. Who can't <laughs> afford, who can't afford one pound to go to France? Who can't afford it, Gloria? No, that's what I said to you. Thank the you. pound steals on the ferries. Yeah, and that's yes. what, and that's, and that's what all I'm saying. Everyone can therefore, everyone can therefore afford to go, you stay there for the day, you have a little walk around, you come back. Yeah. Everyone can afford to go abroad, and you've just proved my point, so I appreciate that. Thank you. That's all right. Anytime, Ian. Thank you, Gloria. There we go. See, that's my point. You can go to France for the day. You don't have to spend a penny when you're there. You don't have to spend anything. I went to France when I was really young with my nan. Didn't spend anything. Went there for the day, walked along the beach, rubbish beach, walked, went into some shops, had a look around, and came back. Everyone can afford it, and that was the point I was making. That was the point that Denise couldn't get. Uh, Ernst is in Hello. the Iver. Hello, Ernst. Hello, how are you? I'm very, very well, Ernst. How, how the hell are you? I'm fantastic. Marks out of ten for that last call, please. Well, God, I, I only came into the tail end, but, I mean, she at least gave you the, the thing about a pound to France, which yes. I was going to also mention, but yes. because people can go abroad. Of course even they can. I've been abroad so many times. Yes. I've given people lifts, and, you know, yes. I go abroad regularly. Yes. And, uh... People can go abroad, and even if they walk around the, the beach at Dunkirk or... Doesn't cost them a penny, does it, once they're no, there? it doesn't. I've no, not spent any money once you're there, and it's a pound. Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely right. So yeah. marks out of ten, Ernst. Did we get there in the end? Um, I don't know how many got it. I, I actually had to lose you because I went from the car uh, into the house. Stalling, and, uh, he's stalling, I, isn't I'm he? I'm so sorry. No. Um, I'm gonna have to... I'm, I know you've, you lost me. I'm gonna have to push you hard. I'm, okay. I'm getting hard, Ernst. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm hard with uh, you. We'll, we'll, we'll seven. Seven. That takes up to one thirty. Okay, fine. Uh, Ernst, anything else? No, it's just that I've been abroad a lot. I, I, I think I've been Any, to, and, every Can I ask you a question? Yes, you may. Are you a better person now that you've been abroad a lot? Oh, God, I started travelling 50 years ago, and, and <laughs> uh, of course I am. It's made you the person you are today, hasn't it? Yeah, and I, I make a point. I think you made a point about before where people go abroad and they go to all the English places, to the pubs. Yeah. I make a point. I, I'm lucky I happen to have an office in Thailand, so I go oh. to Thailand quite a lot, and people always... You go see the local culture, and that's what it's all about. Sorry to cut you off, sir, but I've got to go to this. Uh, Ian, I'm a lonely security guard, the only one in a large office block from 11pm until 6am. Colin, lonely. Uh, Chris says, Ian, I once saw two of those gold men at Covent Garden having a fight with golden fists because one set up too close to the other. It's a weird thing, isn't it? <clears throat> Ian, do you operate a delay in your phone calls? We have a seven-second delay. Sometimes it's... The other day it was about 15 seconds, though. It was very odd. It's, it's about seven seconds. You have just been speaking to Mark, who sounds strangely like Mark, our one, one of our offices, in one of our offices. I called him. He swore blind he has never heard of you. I spoke to him simultaneous to your conversation. I don't believe him. It, he is from the West Molsey. Shall I sack him? Yes, definitely sack him. And on the subject of lonely jobs. 
Uh, so a really itchy ear. Uh, Drew in the SC28 says, Ian, my job is a lonely one. I'm a cube train driver. I get to sit on my own driving through dark tunnels. I start work late and finish at 1.30am when everyone else is asleep. So, but you get about 40 grand a year for doing that. But it's true, it's a very lonely job. We are looking for the loneliest job in London. Do you do the loneliest job in London? And, uh, can we get any tips? Any tips for how, if you work in a busy office, how you can make sure no one comes and talks to you, no one disturbs you, uh, you don't get bullied, you don't get picked on, you don't get involved in Gary King's jokes. If you can find 0870 can you tell me how to avoid that? Then please do. Uh, Giselle? Good evening, Ian. Good afternoon. Afternoon, okay. Uh, can marks out of ten for the last call, please? Oh, very good. It was Ernst, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yes. Okay. Marks out of ten? Oh, I suppose nine or ten. No, we'll, we'll take nine. So we're on one three. We need to get to two forty by six o'clock. We're on one three nine. It's close. It's a close call. I'd rather. Well, let's let's see. Giselle, what may I do for you? Did you know? I just was a statistic I read in the newspapers during the last American election that twenty only twenty percent of the United States population of the United States actually owns a, a passport, and only thirty percent of Americans have actually been out the United States. I'd heard something along those lines. It's scary yes, scary when you think that they're supposed to be the most powerful nation in the world. Yeah, no, I, I've, I used to think such an insular country. I used to think it was scary, but the thing about America is, it's got it's so big. It's as big as Europe. Oh, it's it's three times the size of Europe. It's three it's three times the size of Europe, and each state. It's like its own. Texas is completely different from New York, which is completely Texas different from Alaska, almost, which Texas is completely is different from the size of, the, of Western Europe. Well, exactly. So it, I used to think that was a bit sad, but because it's it's that big a country, and they do like getting on their Greyhound buses and driving across the the states and coming out the other end, don't they? In, in their nylon pants. In yeah. their, their nylon pants with the, and with their silly hats on. So I think Americans can get away without travelling the world. But it's still very insular. You don't get to know about other cultures. You don't get to know about other peoples. Mm. You just mm. know about your own thing. Mm. It's the same as the British going to Torremolinos and having chips and... Um, but, but, but I'm, I'm on your side, Giselle, so let's, we're not going to fall out over this, but I would say that the culture is different from the north of America to the south of, of, of northern America, or from the west to the east. There is a big, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it all speaks the same language, but it, it is completely different. I suppose, yes. But, uh, but yes, I do take your point, and it is a good point. Thank you. Yes. How many countries have you been to, Giselle? Oh, I mean, I've, I've lived in 15, and I've travelled about to two dozen. Oh, no, see, this is a whole different thing in itself. You've lived in 15 countries? Yeah. How long were you living in each country for? Um, some six months. Wow. Some two years some four years, one or two five years. Now, see, this is, now, this is fantastic. This is another thing we were going to mention. I'm actually Methuselah. I'm 90 years old. Well, th th you sounded as well. No, you don't. You sound, <laughs> you sound lovely. Now, I think that everyone should be made to live in a foreign country for at least six months, pre preferably a year. Six months to a year. Yeah. Because that would teach you so... You'd learn independence, you'd probably learn a foreign language, you'd learn, you'd learn so much. You do. It was, a, it was a wonderful education. I started... I was actually born overseas, and then my parents moved around. So, I, as a child, I travelled my whole life, and then mm. I had a job that, which encouraged me to do the same. Wow. I haven't got the... I've got too many responsibilities here that I couldn't leave behind at the moment to go and live abroad. But it's the big... The plan is... You don't have children. No, I don't, don't have children, have but I, l I look after my mum and things like that, and, you know, there's bits and pieces that I sort of need to be here for. But the oh. plan is, many years down the in the future, is to go and live in Japan for a year or two. You'll be too old. What, will I? Well, what are you now, 36? Uh, shut up. <laughs> I'm 32, love. Calm down. 36? <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay. 
I'm just teasing you. I know exactly how old you are. You, you tell us enough. cheeky little sausage. And how old- you're about 45 now, aren't you? No, I'm not, you cheeky little sausage. How dare you? Yeah, you see, you don't like it when it comes back the other way, Giselle. Thank you very much. Richard is in the Eyesworth. Richard, before we continue... Mm-hmm. Marks out of ten for Giselle's phone call. Not for her, because she sounds like a lovely, lovely lady, but for her phone call and her contribution to the show. Well, personally, I think I'll give it around 67. 67? So, 67. Well, you pick one or the other. Seven. Okay, so that's what we're on. One, four, six at the moment. Okay, that's not bad. Richard, what may I do for you, my friend? I'm just going to talk about the loneliness of jobs and all that. Please do, bring it on. The loneliness of jobs from Richard in the Eyesworth. Away you go, sir. Well, obviously, it's about the lighthouse because they're so lonely and they've got nothing to do except sit down, watch ships go left, right, and all that boring stuff. Mm. It's a, but the thing is, think of the peace and quiet of, of just one flashing light, ships going from left to right, eating your own microwavable meals. It would be quite romantic, wouldn't it? No, it, I give, it gives me a shudder if I sit on my own in the room for too long. Well, how long is too long to sit on your own? It gives you a sh- well, let's not even go there. Uh, how long is too long for you to be sitting in a, a room on your own shuddering? One to two hours. One to two hours, and that's, that's, that's too much for you? Yep, my sister just comes along and sits with me. Wow. For the third hour. Richard, thank you. <laughs> Please make your own jokes at home now, but don't tell them to me. I'm not even vaguely interested. 08709090973 is the telephone number. More of your calls after a wee bit of this. Okay. Oh, when will it end? Uh, Rohini's in the haze. Hello, Rohini. Hiya. Hey, Rohini. Very quickly, marks out of ten for the contribution to the show made by our last caller, please. Um, I would give him a seven. Now, 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 now. We have to be truthful on this. I would only give. Tell me why. Tell me why. I would only give him a. Okay. I don't mean nervous. I would only give him a two. (laughs) It was awful. I couldn't be that unkind. The the thing is, you have to be honest because we we've got to reach two forty, but we've got to reach it legitimately. Otherwise, the bosses are going to give me a darn good thrashing. But they won't know whether I'm lying or not. Uh, I think they will. Should we compromise and say five? Okay. Okay. So we're on one five one. Thank you very much. Now, Rahini, what can I do for you? Um, I was going to tell you how many countries I've visited. Oh, come on, let's have it. I have visited 20 countries. Oh, what has been the best country you've been to, and what has been the worst country you've been to? The best country I've been to is Zanzibar. Oh, that's it. it, uh, Any place that's got two Zs in it, that's (laughs) going to be cool, sexy, full of beautiful people, mysterious, intriguing and magical. It is. Zanzibar. It's a good name for a 70s group as well. We are Zanzibar. This is off our new album. We hope you like it. (laughs) Zanzibar. It's so lovely because my my son's got a friend called Zanzika. Oh, Zanzika. What a lovely name. Zanzika and Zanzibar together again for the first time in 20 years live on stage. (laughs) And what's been the worst country, Rahini? Pardon? The worst country you've been to? Mm, Turkey. Oh, really? Mm. Bit rough, is it? My second visit, yeah. Yes, yes. It's, 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 many people say it's a beautiful place, but I wouldn't go there if you paid me £55. Mm. It is a very beautiful country to get out and get around, but... Mm. Yes, they've, they've got troubles, Rohini. Just yeah. like we all have, but I think the Turkish trouble's a little bit worse than mine. Mm. Now, Rohini, what would you say is the loneliest job in the world? Um, being a postman. What? Hang on a second. What are you saying to me? A postman. Why? Because they go around... Parcel for you, love. You Rahini. This is Rahini. Parcel for you. Sign here. Having a nice day? (sighs) Lovely. 
Yeah, thanks for that. Bye. <laughs> How is that lonely? That's lonely. He's come and got you to sign. You've he's no, seen you writing. Oh, writing on, is one of the most intimate sexual things you could do. Oh, he's seen you do it. They're so lonely. They do, they have to go to little boxes to take all the letters out. Post boxes. Yes. bag in. They yes. have to walk around everywhere up until I don't know from four to whatever time. You're just they guessing. Finish. Yes. 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 And they never meet anyone. They never talk. They to meet anyone. everybody. They meet, they come and meet, I tell you what, they don't meet me enough, because I've ordered some stuff from the United States of America, uh, some DVDs. First set of DVDs didn't arrive, so I wrote to the company, oh, excuse me, did I just belch on the radio? I think I just belched. But that's not the British Delete part, that on the podcast. Please. But the, the, the po- so the parcels didn't arrive, the second set of parcels haven't arrived as well. I suspect the post office is a half inch in my parcels. <laughs> Seriously! But that's not the postman, that's the people who are sorting out the post. It's, it's, it's someone, Rahini, someone is half, half inching my Andy Kaufman DVDs from the States at the cost of a hundred dollars a pop. I'm not a happy bunny. Uh, okay, we're coming up to five o'clock. We need to reach 240 points. If you don't know why, I'll explain after the news. We also need one more correspondent uh, for the 538 correspondent update. We don't want new correspondents. It's only if you're registered on our list. If you're not sure, go to the LBC website, have a little look down. Oh, yeah, by the way, kids, you know you've not been on holiday to a foreign country. Your parents don't love you. Sorry. He tell you what, but he does. Ain't that the truth? She's not been on for a while, has she? Rosemary in the gold is green. Uh, okay, there's a lot of things going on in the show today, and uh, we kind of need your help. Uh, there's, there's. How can I put this without sounding like an idiot? Um, there's a bit of trouble between myself and the bosses, so much so they don't think the show is performing as well as it should. So they've come up with an arbitrary points system. Which they, they claim is some industry standard. I don't quite understand it. Uh, yes, the photo gallery. There's no pictures of me in there. Yes, I know. I mean, there never has been, because they, they have no faith that I will be here. Um, oh, there's a picture there. Hang on a minute. James versus Ian, the race of the century. There, there is a picture of me. Beating O'Brien. Uh, so they basically, the bosses have said, you've got to score 240 points before six o'clock, otherwise <laughs> you're in big trouble. So every caller that comes on is giving the last caller that was on before them marks out of ten. So far, we've only got 151. That's not looking good. That is not looking good. So let's see what we can do about that. What else are we talking about? We oh, we, we need one more correspondent to call in for the 538 Daily Correspondent Update. It's a thing we do every day, daily. Uh, if you don't know what it is, it's where we get a little little nugget of information, a little factet. Can't say factoid, it's copyright to Steve Wright. Uh, about their specific field of interest. Also... Finding out, uh, we're getting people to admit that they've never been abroad. My theory is, and it turns out that nearly all of you agree with me, apart from Gobby Denise, uh, who's still listening. Hello, Denise, and her Gobby child. Uh, it turns out that uh, if you've not been abroad and you're an adult, you are a sad, uncultured loser. It's, it's a bit disappointing, isn't it? There are so many amazing things to see in the world, and you've not bothered to do it. Why not? Why would you not go and try? Yes, it's only France, but it's even if you go there and say, don't like that, you've been there, you've seen it. 0870 is the telephone number, and we're trying to find the loneliest job in the world. Any suggestions? Tim is in the High Wycombe. Hello, Tim. Hello, mate. Yeah, I was going to talk about uh, lonely jobs. Before that, my mum has never been abroad. She won't set foot on a plane. Oh, really? 
Yeah, and I booked her on one of these courses, you know, that teaches you to uh, overcome your fear of flying. Yes, I've heard of them, yes. Uh, and she went to Gatwick, and she wouldn't actually set foot on the simulator bit. <laughs> oh, really? It wasn't even a real plane? She just wasn't... wasn't... It? No, yeah, and it was well attached to the floor. It's she, she has fears that it's gonna... something bad is gonna happen, does she? Well, I, 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 honestly, yeah, and I got my pilot's licence two years ago, and I've offered to take her up, and, oh. you know, I, I try and tell her, you know, statistically, you're more likely to get killed, you know by being run over by a hedgehog or something. Yes. But, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't work. Tim, you know? I don't think I'd trust you to fly me in a plane, to be honest. <clears throat> but you sound like a nice fellow, but I still don't think those those little planes are the worst ones, because they do yeah. feel like they're just going to drop, don't they? Absolutely, but I, I am a crap pilot, but I've got one of those. <laughs> nice uh, Tim, very quick before we go on, I need you to give me marks out of ten for Rahini's phone call. I'd give him six. Uh, it was a lady. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'd give, give them six. Thank Maybe you. Maybe two seven, yeah. No, thank you very much. Now, Tim... The loneliest uh, job in the world. Okay, I left college in 1985 and I didn't know what to do, so I went and did some voluntary service overseas, you know, yes. VSO. Yes. And I went and spent two weeks on a little lighthouse off the coast of Ecuador. Oh, man. You ma now, you made it sound very romantic and very powerful. Was it, it was like the, that? It was the worst two... Not only did I not speak the language, but you had to be delivered by boat. Oh, you couldn't boat back to shore when you felt like it because uh, it was just a little island there was nowhere to keep a boat so you had to call for one and this was in the days you know for you had to sort of like flash lights in Morse yeah. code to get somebody to come to you and the supply boat came every four days oh, or man. so uh, and in between the time you're on your own and there was no satellites in those days you yes. know you can watch satellites do you know what uh, the, the way things are going at the moment that sounds yeah. quite good i think i could hack i could hack that for a month yeah, you, you could do the Ian, Ian Lee 14th to 28th show, couldn't you? <laughs> What's the, what the hell is 14th to 28th? Well, instead of a three-hour one, you could have a two-week one. Oh, yeah, a whole two-week, wow. Do you know what, yeah. that, would, that would drive people like Denise absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Tim, do you know if there are any working lighthouses in this country? Oh, there are loads of working lighthouses, but there aren't any demand, I don't think. I think the last one closed, uh, didn't it, about two years ago? They're all done by that computer thing that I've heard yeah. so much about. And I'll give you one scary fact about flying as well. There's a lot of unmanned airports, you know, if I want to land and switch the airport lights on, you press your hand on the torque button on the aeroplane, wait five seconds, and what? the fact is, switches all the runway lights on for you. <laughs> there are, hang on. There are unmanned airports in this world. There are unmanned airports, and if you're coming into land, it's an unmanned airport. It may be on the beach in, the, in one of the isles in Scotland or something like that. They are, they're not going to leave the airport lights on for you, you know, the runway lights. So what you do is you put your finger on the yes. button and talk to nobody yes. for about five seconds or so, and the very fact that you've left it for five seconds yes. tells the runway lights to switch on. Now, Tim, I don't condone anything illegal, but supposing I wanted to import some illegal immigrants and some drugs, could I do it at one of these unmanned airports? I couldn't possibly... Uh, theoretically, in a hypothetical situation, I think, hypothetically, it may be possible, but I couldn't condone any such action wow. on your part by anybody. Wow. Well, that's Christmas sorted out. That's... Um, but there are unmanned airports? That's terrifying. Who the he What the hell is coming into our country? Ben, in the Leatherhead, you have been to an unmanned airport? He's absolutely right. They do exist. Oh, man, this is terrifying. I know some of the unmanned airports. You know them? Yes. What, as, uh, personally, as friends? Oh, very quickly, Mark's out of ten for him. Uh, I'll give him 6.83. Oh, you... Okay, lovely, we're on 163.83. Okay, this is not looking good. We're not going to make 240 by six. He knows a lot about airports, about um, lighthouses as well, doesn't he? He did, he was a very knowledgeable gentleman. I mean, a bit of a conversation stopper, though. Uh, do you... <laughs> 
top topic, lighthouses. Yes, I mean, yes. that would kill everyone dead, wouldn't it? So I, I'm terrified by this thought of unmanned airports now. Just because Heathrow and Luton, they're manned, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. They're, okay, well, that's, that's, they're the only ones I use, to be honest, so that's, that's a relief. I thought I'd seen men there, yes, definitely. Ben, what can I do for you, my friend? Uh, um, going abroad. Yes. I've been to loads of countries. I've been to every continent except for Antarctica. And who, who'd want to go there? It's freezing. Well, it could be quite invigorating, but I've also lived in a couple of countries uh, abroad as well, in two different countries. Why did, now, why did you live abroad? Because that's a big... Going abroad's fine, and even going abroad for, for... You know, I was in Pakistan for three months, that's fine. But living in a foreign country, why did you do it? Well, uh, I was transferred to L.A. for a few years. Oh, L.A.'s fine, the sun shines most of the time. That's absolutely brilliant, that was. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It was my Neil Diamond impression. Thank you. Yeah, that's very good, yeah. You, you should sing now. Yeah, well, I should. Maybe I will. LA's fine. The sun shines most of the time. And the feeling very is good. laid back. I won't do any more, because we haven't got much right. time. And when I was a kid, I went to live in Sri Lanka for a few years as well. And always remember going to school in a rickshaw, being oh. called by a man about 180 years old. It sounds... No, it sounds... I, I went to Sri Lanka for, for a, a, a week, and it's, an, it's a beautiful country, isn't it? It's absolutely wonderful. I went there for work about uh, two and a half years ago as yeah. well. Which is... Uh, a great country. Ben, it sounds exciting. Thank you for that. Living abroad, that's the thing. Would love to do it. Would love to do it. Particularly in a country that doesn't speak English. That's... That will be just... Just immerse yourself in it. 0870 By the way, we still need one more correspondent. Remember, on Friday, three of the correspondents... Well, Agent Chris is, is miming a rifle there. We won't be ta- We won't be shooting them with a, a rifle. We won't be recreating uh, JFK or anything like that. But we will be giving three correspondents the sack. We will be shaming them live on air. Make sure it's not you. Oh, I've got a stroppy email, Chris, and you're going to have to help me on this one. From Louisa. Uh, Ian, my six-year-old daughter and myself been listening to RBC for the last year, uh, whatever. Last week, Monday, I was off work and telephoned your station. Your switchboard operator said there was a Cubilee callback. My daughter was extremely upset because you did not call her before 5.30 and she had to go to Girls' Brigade. Uh, so, she said you ought to give her a call. Can you give her a... Can I... I can't dial on this, can I? Can I dial on this? Look, tell, well, tell me how to do it. If it. Let me speak. Do I need to get rid of one of these people first? Kits, oh, they've gone. Okay, there's a yellow bar there. I'm pressing that. Yes. Nothing's coming up. This is not working, is it? This is awful. The, this is the things we do. To... T- oh, uh, d- yes, yes. It's there. Yes, done it. Yes, TB1. Yes, I'm there. I'm, this is... Yes, press the dial thing. Where's the dial thing? Don't worry, we'll get there. Yes, I got it. Then dial the number. Okay, I've got dial nine, have I, which you don't do. I do have to do it. Are you sure? Because that, I don't... Okay, oh. Mm. This is exciting, this is exciting. It better be worth it. God, I'm not doing this. We're not going to get enough points for the end of the show. We still need one more correspondent, by the way. Okay, then press dial. Okay, it's ringing. <clears throat> I've got the right number. I think so. Hello. Hello, is that Louisa? Speaking. Hey, Louisa, it's Ian. Well, well don't send me stroppy emails while I'm doing the show. <laughs> Where's Rochelle? Quickly, we're busy. Put Rochelle on. Shoot. Okay, hang on. Hello? Hello? Hello, is that Rochelle Nicole? Yeah. That is the poshest name I've ever heard in my life. How are you? Fine. This is Ian Lee. You're on the radio. Yeah? You're on the radio. This, um, this I it. wanted to talk about the spitting. You wanted to... What, what was your point about the spitting, then? 
Um, you could sit on the side of a cab. Yes. You should speak. You, should you sp could suck, suck bogey from a baby's nose and you could spit it out on a tissue. Hang on a minute. You can spit on the side of a cab or suck a bogey from a baby's nose and spit it on a tissue? Yes. And how old are you? Six. You're six and you've given us the filthiest phone call we've had. Good work, you. Now, very quickly, before we go, Rochelle, I need you to give me marks out of ten for the last caller. Pick a number between one and ten. Seven. Seven will do me. Have a lovely evening, Rochelle. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. OK, we're on 170.83. We've got to get to 240 th in 40 minutes. This isn't going to happen. We've got to speed through the calls and hope we get big scores. Karen's in the Boreham Wood. Hello, Karen. Hello, how are you? Where are my photos? <laughs> I tried to email them to you, didn't I? No. Didn't happen. No. I'm sorry about oh, that. Oh, quickly, marks out of ten for that call. Ten. Well, thank you very much. Okay, we're on track now, okay? Okay. Just very quickly, I want to say you fib. What do you mean There's I two fib? questions I want to ask you. You said that you um, fly only from Heathrow and Luton, and I know you fly from Gatwick. Okay, that's fine, okay. Gat well, is Gat Gatwick's manned, isn't it? Mad. Mad. Manned. Manned, not oh, mad. Mad. She's been drinking. Oh, yes. She's mad. drunk. We got, a, we got a drunk one on the line. No, I'm not. And also, I want to know <clears throat> yes. if Larry from Letchworth is the same as Barry from no. Watford. No, he's not. Do you want the truth? Yeah. No, he's not. I think Larry's a very poor imitation of Barry. And Larry, right, okay. Larry tries to call our show and we don't let him on because we've got Barry and we think Barry's funny and we don't think Larry is. Are they not brothers? No, there's no connection at all. Right, okay. Sorry. All right, I just wanted uh, to know that. Anything basically. else, Karen? Uh, nothing else. I'm home now from work. You've brightened my day again. Are you still with that fella, that, that loser? Shut up. Are you still? Yeah. Well, then I can't talk to you any longer, for goodness sakes. Oh, dearie me, I'm trying to get through the calls now, because we, we're on 180. We, we've got this point system that's been... We need one more correspondent, I think, as well. It's always at this point of the show, about 23 minutes past five. It all just goes a bit, bit frantic and a little bit... A little bit shoddy. It's shoddy for the rest of it, but it's, it's, it's properly shoddy at the moment. Uh, the correspondent update is coming. Mark's in the boring wood. Mark, very quickly, Mark's out of ten for Karen. Um, seven. Oh, okay, we're on 187.83. Okay, disappointing. Never mind. Yes? Um, the loneliest job in, uh, the world. Yes, Mark? Um, a shepherd somewhere in Scotland. Mark, what's Mark? Mark, can you do me a, a shepherd in Scotland? Yeah. Do, do they actually have shepherds these days? I think so. Well, but the, don't farmers herd them with, uh, I, I saw a thing on telly years ago, they had a robot shepherd. Surely that's the rage now, isn't it? Well, probably not. I don't know. Mark, could you do me a favour? Yeah. Because we're trying to get through as many calls as we can now, just to get the points up. Could you just say, I like your voice, I think you've got the kind of voice we could use in a trail. It would be great if you could say, hi, I'm Mark from the Boreham Wood, and I love listening to, they mentioned me, uh, and this show, uh, and, and the station. If you could do that for us, Mark, it'd be great. Oh. Hi, I'm Mark from Bournemouth. Uh, this is Ian Lee's, um, three to half six wireless show. On, on what station? On LBC. And what are the numbers? What, what are the numbers? Nine seven point eight. Mark, thank you very much. We've got the correspondent we need as well now. Whew. Three of them are going to get the sack this week. Sorry, it's going to be a bit, a bit frantic. We need, to, we need to get 240 by the end of the show and we've got the update. <sighs> Ian, the loneliest job I've ever done is a chicken catcher. I lasted three weeks stuck in a field eight hours a day catching chickens. I even started talking to them, it must be a lonely job, says Bert. I don't believe that for one second. Matt's in the Windsor. Matt, how many marks out of ten for that last call, please? 
Uh, let's give it 9.17 so that rounds up that annoying decimal thing. Oh, you're a good boy. So we're on one, nine, eight. Uh, yes, we are. Excellent. Okay, fine. We're getting closer to it. Matt, what can I do for you? Well, lonely jobs. Yeah. I once had the really bad misfunction to be, uh, temping in slam. A misfunction? M- yeah, I know. Sorry, I've been drinking heavily. Good boy. Um, I was doing some temporary work for about five hours a day for f- about four weeks. Yes. In an old nuclear bunker at the bottom of BT in Slough. That's insane, Matt! So you spent a month in a bunker? Well, essentially, yeah. By the time I was doing it, which was in the mid-90s, it was no longer a bunker because they didn't think they were going to get blown up anymore. And it was just a big, giant room full of filing And was this below BT Tower or in Slough? No, no, in Slough by Wellington Road. There's an... I know Wellington Road very well. There's a nuclear bunker in Wellington Road. Underneath the BT place. Because during the 70s, when wow. everyone was worried about getting blown up by the Russians, uh, I think we can say that now, um, yes. they said in the event of any kind of nuclear attack, all the communications, all the postal and that kind of stuff has to continue. Mm. So they've got this bunker underneath all the big sort of things. Mm. So, yeah, you had a giant thick door that was about a foot and a half thick, which closed, yeah. and all these filing cabinets that I had to put on a database. Which that was... sounds fantastic. Nuclear bunker in Slough. Very quickly, Agent Chris, am, am I allowed to mention we're getting Peter Talk of the Monkeys on the show very soon? No. Oh, damn. Three and one, the show. Uh, up until last year, my 75-year-old mum had never been abroad before. I managed to get her a passport, and I took her to Ibiza. Just me and my mum, she had a whale of a time. She realised just what she'd been missing all of these years. We won a quiz and won seven pints of lager, and each night they had a pint lined up for my mum on the bar. We had a great laugh, says Dawn from the Dagenham. We like that. Uh, coming up, we've got the 538 Daily Correspondent Update for the show uh, summary. And after six, don't forget, we'll take your call straight to air, and we've got another excellent MP3 to play. All of that's to come after the latest news. In the afternoon weather show. Ian, I've been to two other countries and stayed in airports in two more countries. I've stayed in airports? Why would you do that? This is from Patrick Solomons. I've flown over the whole of Africa to get to Cape Town. Well, flying over countries... Again, flying over countries doesn't count for anything. I give the caller before me ten points. I give every caller to the programme today five bonus... It doesn't work like that, Patrick. You can't give the points. Catherine's in the Usher. Hello, Catherine. Hello. Hello, Catherine. What can I do for you? I'd like to be your poet monitor. I don't know what you mean. You're a poet. Uh, you wanted a poet. Um... Yes, you did. You wanted a poet, so I was going to read you one of my poems. Um... D- um, when... Um, when did I say that I wanted a poet monitor? Um, when I rang up just a minute ago. Do you want to hear it anyway? Well, hang on a second. I didn't say... Did I... Have I said today on the radio, I want a poet monitor? What rhymes with poet, then? I I don't know. But did I ask for a poet monitor to call in? I thought you did, yeah. I don't think I did. Oh. Uh, Well, I just said I wanted to be, you know, one of your consultants. A consultant? I don't... Again, I don't know what you mean. Well, you know, there's people that you keep sacking all the time. She said sacking. She said sacking. (laughs) I think <laughs> we'll play the tape back later. Uh, the correspondence, you mean? That's it. But, but, but no, we're not updating the correspondent list until April the 7th. Oh, by the way, marks out of ten for the last call, please. Um, six and a half. Okay, so we're on 204 and a half. It's getting closer to 240. Uh, no, but the, the correspondence list can't be updated until um, uh, April the 7th. I got you wrong. Yeah, sorry. 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 Never mind. Sorry, love. That's okay. 
right, then. So, try then. Thank you, Catherine. Bye-bye. I've not got a clue. The thing is, we're not going to get more than two points for that phone call, are we? Who sent me this? I'm we, um... My, uh... Oh, there we go. I don't know what that means. Habiba! Yeah. Uh, marks out of ten for that last mentalist. Ten, because you need the points. Yeah. yeah. And because you need more points, listen, I know I've got to be nominated to ask you a personal question, but there's been a question on my mind. For so, well, well, hang on. You, you've got to be nominated to ask me... Oh, for the, the phoning thing, yes. Yeah, but I really want to ask you this question, and I think that... Well, I, it is a bit personal, you don't have to ask it, obviously. Oh. But it's been bugging me, Fajit, because... Um, she said bugging, she said bugging. I did say bugging. Uh, can I ask you it, Ian? And I'll tell you, the next person will, will rate this phone call, because it's, I think it's a question that lots of us have answered. Oh... Go on, it's not nothing bad, I promise you, I wouldn't do anything... Give, okay, get, no, 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 don't worry, no, no, I can do it, Chris, I can handle this, Chris, I can handle this, put it back on. Give me one word at a time and I'll tell you when to stop or not. Okay. One word at a time, first word. Why. Why, yes, yeah, second word. Uh, do. Why do, yeah, okay, I like it so far, I can handle this question, next word. You. Why do you, okay, next word. Not. Why do you not, yes. Drink. Why do you not drink, yes? Alcohol. Alcohol. Because I don't I like heard, it. I heard you used to. Yeah, I used to, but I don't like it anymore. Oh, okay. the thing is, there's I no got, particular reason. There's no particular reason. I just found that as I got older, it just got harder work. And I kind of, you know, I want to concentrate on working and stuff, so I stopped. Yeah, I know, but I really thought that at the weekend you'd be the kind of go out and go mental and, yeah. you know, lash down a few pints with yeah. the lad. I used um, to, but I can't be bothered anymore. It's more fun I, not, I mean, I, I have tried it. I don't like the stuff. No, I, I used to like it, but I find it's more fun not to these days. Well, I have a better time. At least I'm aware of what's going on, who's around me, what I'm exactly. doing. And I'm the designated driver. Yes. I don't mind. I don't mind that either. Which yeah, is at least good. I'm in control of the car. Exactly. Now, Habiba, the thing is, we can, can you stay online? Because we're going to do the correspondence. Yeah. We've got three correspondents on the line. Yeah. I, once they've finished, can you rate them for me out of ten? Without, no problem. Habiba, stay there. We're back. Oh, it's 5.38! It's time for the daily 5.38 daily correspondent update. Brought to you every day. Oh, daily. Sean, the Chaz and Dave correspondent, says rumours of a rift between Chaz and Dave are proved to be false. Chaz said to Dave, uh, I'm going to change my shirt or something. They're still best mates and no mistake. Hello, this is Dave and a Hackney Inn's longest off correspondent. Did you know that the longest mini cab ride was 21,691 miles and it cost £37,103.52? Boy. Francesca, the diagnosis murder correspondent, says, although diagnosis murder is not on the BBC at the moment, it is being shown on the Hallmark Channel. Uh, over two hours of it, Monday to Friday. Hi, this is Roberto, your gadget and gizmo correspondent. The future of television is coming soon with... Stop Sky the, cl- stop the music! Stop the music! Roberto! Hello? Hello, Roberto. Hello there. We don't have a gadget's... And Gizmo correspondent. Are you sure? I'm very sure. Ah, that's a surprise because uh, I thought I was. I dreamt it, you see, and um, apparently here I am. Roberto, you're an infiltrator. The uh, computer game, video games correspondent says, Dead or Alive 4 is released on Friday for the Xbox 360. I've been playing the American version, and it's brilliant. Sensate controversy in the correspondent update. An infiltrator, Habiba, who would have thought it? 
Who would have thought it? But, you know, I was going to give him ten for actually trying it. But you worked him out too quickly, so I only gave him five. So you gave him five. Now, and yeah. the first now, correspondent. Now, the PC games, I know you love the Xbox 360. You can't, no, you can't rate the ones that I read out. You can only rate the ones... The 360, by the way, is blinding. Well, I don't have one, but I know you love it, so I was going to rate that ten. But you can't do that. You have to rate no. the uh, longest stuff correspondent. Who I must longest say... stuff was good. That's nine. But because he never said, watch out, Anna Rayburn, I had to take one off. Yeah, the thing is, he's trying to... C- I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to come up with new catchphrases and things every time. I liked the watch out, Anna Rayburn. Yeah, now. I like it always made me chuckle, and because he didn't say it, I had to give him nine. So you've given him nine, so that's 14 yeah. in total, so we're on 228 and a half. Yeah, no, I, it's not for me to say what he does. I think he's a lot of fun. I, one of my favourite correspondents, but I liked the watch out on a Rayburn line. I love that line. It's a, it's a top line. It's a good one, isn't it? We should have, I mean, if anyone has any other catchy little uh, slogans, then come up with them. For- but watch out on a Rayburn is fantastic. I love it. Yeah. I don't know where he got it from, but it's brilliant. Yes. What's the point, sir? What are you on now, again? 228 and a half. We need 240 by 6 o'clock. You're going to get it. Don't worry. Habiba, thank you very much. Um, someone sent me a link to uh, an eBay mouse, mate. Let's have a look. There's been a lot of tricky stuff being sold on the eBay. Right? So, uh, LBC... 97.3 Mouse Mat. Ian Lee, Clive Bull, Nick Ferret. One on the uh, Max Churchill show in 2005. Starting bid, £1. No bid so far. Buy it now price, £50. Your op- this is good. Your opportunity to bid on a legendary Mouse Mat, which was one in 2005 on a Max Churchill show. The Mouse Mat and... Happy bidding. Don't forget to pay your congestion charge. No one's going to pay 50 quid for it. Four people have gone to that page. I'm one of those people. Well, I'm going to put that... We'll have a look at that later on. It's one of my favourites. Uh, Alex is in the Alberton. Alex! Hello, Ian. Hello, Alex. Can you give Habiba marks out of ten, please? I will give Habiba ten out of ten because I know you need the points. No, but the thing is, yes, no, the uh, thing is, the boss is staring at me through the window. You're going to have to be honest, I'm afraid, Alex. Okay, eight out of ten, then. Yeah, as I said, you're going to have to be honest about it. Six? Yeah, sorry, the boss is there. Can you be honest about the score for her? Four? I, sorry, this is really embarrassing. I'm going to have to... Alex, can you be honest about the marks out of ten for Habiba? Honestly, Ian, six. OK, well, that'll do. So, hang on. So, so we're on two hundred and thirty-four and a half. We need five and a half points and we'll, we'll, our jobs will be saved. Sing hosannas. We might just make it. Alex, what can I do for you, my friend? Well, in that case, I'll make it a really good one, Ian. I'm yes. going to call you about two things. Yes. First off, loneliest jobs. Go on, what is it? Right, when I was 16, you know I have to do work experience now. Oh, yeah. Well, I did it as a greenkeeper, and it was on a deserted golf course in the middle of nowhere. I had about two square miles of golf course all to myself. I like it. Nobody checked my work. Yeah. And I had a tractor to drive around. And how old were you? 16? I was 16, yeah. Oh, sweet home, Alan. You were 16 driving a tractor over a golf course. I didn't even have a license or anything, yeah. It doesn't get any better than that. It was fantastic. I want to do it for a job if I can, but I doubt I can find that place again. Well, mate, listen, best of luck. I hope that... that, uh, Now, you said you got something else for me as well. Now, about your post, which yeah. you weren't getting from the Royal Mail. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm being told I'm not allowed to mention names. No, please don't. But a year ago, I had the same problem. And I was yes. ordering stuff and ordering stuff, because I was ordering the Doctor Who DVDs, and they just weren't coming. Yeah. Don't, please don't mention Doctor Who's name again. Sorry, I will not mention it again. Thank you. But, but I was ordering some miscellaneous DVDs. Doctor Who. Expecting them to come. Yes. Asking my housemates, have they come? Have they come? Yes. And then I found out that somebody... Yes. Who was in the house, but who I can't mention who, yes. had been nicking them as they came through, and everything else that was mailed to me as well. Now, the, what, I'm confused, Lally. Are you saying that that person who you can't name is, in, is stealing my things? No, I'm just saying, you just got, you've got to watch out, though, because it might not be the post office. You yes, know? yes. 
I think it is. Well, do you live with people? I, I live with, with a lady, yes. Oh, okay. Well, you're probably right if it's a lady. But if it's a, if it's a shifty bloke like the one I was living with, do keep an eye on him, won't you? Alex, thank you for the advice. I am worried. It's $200 worth of DVDs. The Andy Kaufman stuff. Really rare Andy Kaufman stuff. I'm, in... I'm a little bit concerned. $200? Well, it's not It's not pounds. It's American Mickey Mouse money. So what's it, 140 quid? Well, saying that, I've only paid for one set. They've, they've sent me the other set free to make up for the first set that got stolen. But now the second set has got stolen as well. It's a complicated world that we live in, and I'm genuinely terrified. Oh, man, it's this! No! Afternoon Mother Show. Oh dear, you're. you're uh, okay, I'm going to say it, you're idiots. Th- this mouse mat, the LBC mouse mat that's on for sale on the eBay, it's now going for 20 quid. There's 10 bids on it. I've got one here, I've got 20 quid in my hand! I'm going to put. I'm going to go. I'm going to uh, put some of these on eBay. We've got stack loads of these. 20 quid? Who put it on here? It's, um. Uh, it's 877 Silver. I have no idea who 877 Silver is, but they have uh, 100% positive feedback, so they've got to be a darn good seller. 20 quid. Yeah, it'll be Steve Allen. It'll be Valen. Valen's doing it. Valen's doing it. I know he is. Fiona is in the Bexley. Hello, Fiona. Hello, my love. Hello, Fiona. Mark's out of call for the last, uh, the ten for the last caller, please. Oh, I don't know. Eight and a half. <clears throat> Hang on one second. So that's six. <laughs> that's seven. That's five. Five, six, seven. Two hundred and forty-three. <laughs> we made our limit. You have saved the show. Thank you very much for doing that. <laughs> Thank you, Fiona. You've saved the show. That's okay. That's okay. I've got, a, I've got something to ask you. Yes. You what? You what? I've got something to ask you. Uh, t- I think so. I want to argue. I, I, I well, can't... I'll argue if you want no, to. No, I can't. <laughs> I, I'm argued out. Please. Yes. Go on. What, what do you want to ask me? Your phony correspondent, the Gizmo correspondent. Yes. I really, really have to know what he was going to say. It sounded really interesting. No, we... It's, he it, did. He sounded much more interesting than any of the other He's a fraud! It's, but he's into gizmos. You've got to come on. Uh, what I suspect is, I think Roberto was on the old correspondent list, and he missed the show where everyone got sacked and new people got hired and fired and stuff like that. He's the gizmo correspondent. He should be looking at our website every single day. Fiona, I, I cannot... The thing is... He is, uh, he's not a real correspondent. If I let him come on and give a correspondent update, I can't vouch for the information. Yeah, but it did sound quite interesting. It did. Chris, it have we did. still got Roberto's... And in that case, can, can you not reinstate him on the 7th of April I... when you give me the job as a correspondent as well, remember? What job, what job am I giving you? No, you're going to give me a correspondent job. As... You asked me to send you a picture, I sent you a picture. Oh, are you the lift woman? Yes. That's who? <laughs> oh, you're the lift woman. So, yeah, but yeah. you want to send more, but you've only sent two pictures so far. Oh, God, would you want a photo album? <laughs> yeah, because they were getting slightly more revealing with each no, picture. They were. they were. One of them, we could see your... No, you couldn't, actually. We, we could. The one, the, the picture with the dress. <laughs> no, you couldn't see as much as you thought you could see. I could see more than I thought I wanted to. <laughs> and your husband, is he happy for you to become a correspondent? <laughs> I'm sure he'd be very proud. Oh, damn. It Look. depends what kind of what kind of correspondent are you going to make me. Well, what, cor- kind of, what kind of correspondent would you want to be? I don't mind really. Something, something. Hello. Hello, Roberto. Hiya. It's oh, Ian Lee. Now, look, Fiona, listen, you, you are not a correspondent. I, I suspect what happened was, is you <laughs> were a correspondent and you got the sack on December the 27th and you didn't realise. Oh. So you're a rogue correspondent who snuck in. Now, I don't think I should let you speak on the radio, but Fiona, who's quite fit, uh, has yeah. phoned in and, uh, Fiona, talk, you talk to him. What were you going to say? I really need to know. It sounded really interesting. You said I the latest gonna... gadget and then yeah. you got cut off. Yeah, I was going to say that the um, 
Sky Definition coming its way, um, but Telewest is going to precede it. comes out in April. Right. And, is that um, it? Yeah, basically, yeah. It's gonna... Oh, no. I'm sorry, Ian. I'm sorry. No, you're yeah. right. Now, the thing is, Fiona... I'm sorry. I, I take it all back. Yeah, I've got to take ten points off now. We're back down to 233. <laughs> Thanks very much, Fiona. No, you're not. Oh. Roberto, That's not very fair. No, and Roberto, I'm sorry I outed you live on the radio, but it had to be done. We've got to be very strict about this. Well, I thought right. it was going to be something really interesting. It is very interesting. If you've got well, a, everyone knows that. <laughs> Ian should appreciate it with his 360. Oh, yeah, but that's not new information, though, Roberto. That, everybody knows that. That's, that's old information. It's not old information, because... Even, it's... even me, who's just broken her TV, <laughs> knew that. <laughs> that's, that's, you... that's old info. That's old it... info. I thought it was going to be some kind of natty gadget, you know, that you could do. No, no, unfortunately, not this one, but my next update will be. No, but, Roberto, you can't do any more updates. You're not a correspondent. Why can't I do one? Because you're not a correspondent, Roberto! I didn't realise. I didn't know you signed me off. I didn't know my contract had ended. That's that's your problem for not listening on December the 27th. You should oh, have been listening. It's my fault. I was out getting smashed. Yes, exactly, Roberto. That's why you'd... We cannot have your sort, by that I mean boosters, not yeah, in any way no slur. <laughs> what? <laughs> Roberto, I'm afraid you can't... We can have no more updates. And Fiona, can I just say sh- thanks very much for that? That's, I'm really sorry. You... Have I now jeopardised my, my future position? And send him more photos and we'll consider it. <laughs> That's an evil. That's an evil laugh. That's the kind of laugh I'd expect a murderess to make. That mouse mat's still at twenty quid. Let's have a little refresh because there's a huge bidding war going on here. Twenty quid. Ugly Chris is in the Greenwich. Hello, Ugly Chris. Hey Ian, thanks for having us on again. That Roberto was too boring, man. You had to get rid of him. Marks out of ten for Roberto. Uh, no, uh, one. Come on, one. Oh, we're on 234. This is awful. He'll get, he'll get it back, mate. You'll get it back. We haven't got much time. What can I do for you, Ugly Chris? I, I, I just, a quick, I, I've got a job for you that could be very, very uh, lonely. Yes. My dad was a diver on the Thames, so not only can you not see anything, you can't hear anything. So, I mean, that, that, that's fairly lonely. What was he diving on the Thames for? Uh, anything. Uh, building, welding, fixing, anything above water, he would do below water. You can't weld below water. Yeah, you can. No, you, you can. can't. No, you, you can. can't. You can't, mate. Don't start me off here. You, you can't. can't. Honestly. How and, can and you, one more. How can you weld below water when you... you it's you wet and you can't have fire. Kit. You can't have fire underwater, you idiot. Yeah, underwater welding kit. It yeah, doesn't exist, mate. You've made it up. Don't insult me. You know that, Ian. I know you're a bright lad. Second point, please, quickly. Oh, the second... Ian, the second point was, I totally agree with you as far as people who are ignorant and don't go out of the country. I put them up there with people who can't drive and can't swim and vegetarians and stuff. You must have gone out of the country once you're yeah. over 18. Chris, I'm a vegetarian and uh, stuff. Right, I'll take the last bit back in, but I, I, I mean the first two. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to cut Chris off, because he's telling me lies about welding underwater and he's dissing my people. He's, he's making a racialistic slur against vegetarians, and there's no need for that. Oh, we've got to get six points again, and we've only got a couple of minutes. How would you like... Ain't that the truth? Oh, man, we've got to get six points back. Uh, we can't... It's, it's got to be done by six o'clock as well. After six o'clock, we'll be taking your call straight to air, uh, playing Triple M. Mixed Mental Mayhem. I can't even remember why it's called that. It doesn't matter, to be honest. We just... Your calls go straight to air unscreened. Also, we've got a cracking MP3. We've had some brilliant ones. You missed the one yesterday, Helen, from Guy Magic Fingers, uh, which was uh, Mastermind with Barry in the Watford. Superb. Genuinely superb. We got a good one tonight. Not a, I don't know if it is as good. I don't think it's as good. Still a very good one. Uh, Tony's in the Sydenham. Hello? Tony, very quickly, marks out of ten for the last caller. Nine. Oh, we're back in track. We're back in the New York groove. We've got 243. Uh, Tony, before I get your point, could you put us on hold, please? I'll put you on hold, yeah. Thank you.
If you're planning a break in the UK, make sure you talk to Premier Travel. This is a free advert, Chris. We can't do this. Well, you, you told me to do it. I didn't know it was going to be a free advert. Are you, are you working with Premier Travel as well, Chris? Shame on you. He, how can we go back to him? He's, he's put us on hold. Tony! Yeah, come on, put it back on. You're on, you're on. What can I do for my friend? Put it back on to what you just had. What, Premier Travel? Yeah, because you didn't give us the number. No, we can't, we can't do that. I didn't, Chris is trying to get a free holiday off you. We can't. What can I do for I'll you? I'll give you a free holiday if you let me put the picture on. No, I can't do it. I can't do here. it. I can't. It's breaking the law. A brick in the what law, a brick in the law. Don't, don't worry about breaking the law. But I do. You're breaking my heart. Let me play it. Uh, no, I can't play it. Oh, it's all gone. <laughs> oh, the computer. I'm late for doing this. <laughs> Let me just put it on hold quickly. Go on. Keep you refreshed and energised without breaking the bank. I think Premier Travel have gone, which is good. If you've joined, just joined in, you've missed... Oh, I don't even know what you've missed. I can't remember what happened, to be honest. I'm just looking forward to going home uh, and playing a bit of 360. Uh, if you've not been abroad, you're lazy, and if you don't take your kids abroad, you don't love them. That was kind of the upshot. It sounded a bit like this. One, two... Three... Four... Five... Six, really. Six... Seven... Seven and a half. I'll give him eight. I say eight. Well, how many marks out of ten would you give her for that call? Eight and a half. Nine. Nine or ten. Ten. Forty-five, forty-six, forty-seven, forty-eight, forty-nine, fifty, fifty-one, fifty-two. Twenty. Seventy-one. Sixty-seven. Seven. Fifty. Hundred and five. Nine countries. Two years. D. Ninety-seven. Seven. Seven will do me. We're on 187.83. Nine point one seven. Twenty-one thousand six hundred ninety-one. Two hundred and twenty-eight and a half. Um, six and a half. That was genius, huh? And that was the show today! My God, it's the 7th of February to Tuesday, 2006, my gift to you, London. Well, I think, I think that uh, everybody's deserved one of that. Excellent stuff there. Well done you, Helen, behind the glass. Coming up after the news, uh, Agent Chris is going off to the football practice, so we're taking your calls straight to air. The rules, very simply, no swearing. There's a seven-second delay. It won't get on the radio, and you'll be blacklisted from ever calling the station again. Uh, also, we've got a cracking MP3. We need to find out who sent us that MP3, Chris. If you can get that email, that'll be very, very handy. Uh, and we'll play that. 08709090973 is the phone number. If you wish to give us a call... Uh, and do whatever you want to do. I don't mind. It's the last half hour. I'm not that bothered. Controversy on the LB uh, on the eBay website with the LBC mouse mat. It was going for twenty pounds. It's now going for seven pounds fifty. Someone's withdrawn their bids. That person who has withdrawn their bids has emailed me. Said, Ian, can you sort me out with one cheaper than twenty quid? I've written back saying no. I want to see this happen. There's still another six days. And oh, it's up to eight fifty. Who's bid now? Hang on, let me have a look. Sorry, I'm, I'm fascinated by this. It's the same fellow, oh, Getter Guns 06 bid on it, then Cranium Oxide, who I think really wants it, bid again. So it's on at £8.50. We'll let you know how that goes throughout the week, uh, which is kind of good. Uh, we've got a, a brilliant MP3 play later on. It's £10.50 now. <laughs> uh, but we, I, I, I've lost who it's from, but I'll explain that later on. Let's just take your call straight to air. Seven second delay. Don't swear. You'll get dumped. You'll be blacklisted from the station, so don't be naughty. You can do pretty much what you want, though. It's £20! Ghetto Guns 06 wants it! Uh, line one, you're on the radio. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Oh, is this in me? Yes, it is. Oh, I can't believe it. No, nor can I. Who's this? It's Matthew. I, I tried to all the time yesterday. Hey, man, you're on the air. How does it feel? I, I, um, I don't know how it feels. We're listen listening to you right now. It's weird, isn't it? There's a seven-second delay, isn't there? So it sounds you're hearing things that you said a little while ago. Yeah, um, 
Um, did you say, um, that, um, um, are you still doing those jingles from yesterday? Am I still doing what? Those jingles from yesterday. Yes. Why, uh, why not? I've got a really good jingle. Go on, then. Uh, uh, it's called Listen With Me. Okay. Listen with me to you and me on LBC 97.3 where my mum is waiting for me at Thank you very, very much. I'm going to type, let me just type one thing on this screen here that What do you think? Do you think? Oh, doesn't it? But good. Excellent call. Well done for getting on the air. Thank you very much. Uh, first, first one, uh, and it was good. Uh, line two, you're on the radio. Hello. Hello. Hello, is this Ian Lee? Y- uh, yeah. I- Ian, I called up the other day. I said you were a vegetable. Yes, you did, didn't you? Line three, you're on the radio. Hello. I think we're going to get, uh, yes, I think we're going to get some messing around today, which is fine. Line three, you're on the radio. Thank you very much. The bids are back down to £7.50 again, because people keep bidding and withdrawing their bids, which is a little bit naughty on eBay. You can do it, but it's a bit naughty. And I'm not inc- condoning that at all. Line four, you're on the radio. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hello there, mate. I just wanted to find out the last caller of Premier Travel in Sydney. I wanted to find out... <laughs> Go away, for God's sakes. Ah, line five, you're on the radio. Whatever. That's more like it. Ish. Uh, line six, you're on the radio. Hello, line six. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Could have been rubbish, got good at the end. The bidding is now £22.65. That won't last. That won't last. Uh, line five, you're on the radio. Could have been rubbish. Hello, how are you? Hello, I'm fine, you're right. Yeah, not too bad. First time calling in. Lovely. Thank, good to have you on board. Uh, thank you. Um, just, you know, nothing monster madness or anything like that. I just want to say I've had a really bad day at work today. I'm sorry to hear that. No, no, I wish I had your job. Yes. You, it, it, do you know what? It may be coming up for offer soon. Yeah, well, I'll be first in line. I'll let you know that. Thank you very much. Uh, with the, the eBay thing we're talking about, by the way, it's the LBC mouse mat that someone won on Max Churchill's show uh, in 2005. Let's have a little look. It's gone. It's up to 22.65. It's 24.67. I don't believe that's going to last. That's going to be withdrawn. It's from Outlaw Spy. He's never bid before. Uh, like, sorry. We've got a week of this. This is the next, this is the show for the next week. Line six, you're on the radio. My big brother, Sylvester, he measures 40 feet across the chest. He take a lemon in the hand, he squeeze lemon juice. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. Thank you. Uh, 08709090973 is the phone number. Line two, you are live on the radio. Hello, line two. Hello, mate. Hello, you're on the air. How you doing, you all right? Yeah, fine. I must say, you're a brilliant show, mate. Thank you very much. Very kind of you. I was just wondering, did you get my email at all? My MP3? Which MP3 was that? I sent you a song. It was called The LBCist Hobo. Recorded especially for you. Now! Was that, the, this was your band, was it? Yes, yes it was. Was it actually your band? Yes, are you sure? It. Are you we sure? It. Are you sure it wasn't some American indie band? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was definitely because when I, when it came up on my Windows Media Player, it kind yeah. of implied that it was another band. No, 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 it's definitely us. We have the master copy. Why did it say track thirteen? Oh, because I forgot to name it. 
<laughs> I had Burnham to MP3. Yeah, the thing is, you've got to understand, we're getting a lot of things that are sent that are just other, yes. that are bands, that are bands. Yes, well, do you need another correspondent? No. Now, no. it's... Mm, it, just when it came up on my Windows media, I was slightly suspicious, because it, right. it did imply some of the stuff that came up implied yep. it was another band. No, no, it was definitely us. I can promise you. Send it again, we'll play it tomorrow. OK, thank you very much. Thanks very much, bye-bye. I've made a promise on the radio now, I'm an idiot, aren't I? £26 for the LBC mouse mat. Um, which is being put up there by 877 Silver. When two, you're on the radio. You're listening to the afternoon LBC Muppet Show with Ian Kermit Lee. Thanks very much. Shame his line was so bad, but that was, that was fun. Uh, line two, you're on the radio. Hello, line two. Thanks very much. Shame his line was so bad, but that was... That was That's you! Uh, you! No, you're on the radio! Uh, no, let's keep going with this. I, I'm determined this will work. Line two, you're on the air! Pick up your phone and talk to me! Hello! No, I've, I've, we've got to carry on with this now. I've made a point of it. We're going to have to. Line two, you're on the radio! All right, I'm going to cheat slightly. Line two, you're on the radio! If, 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 you're, if you're calling in and you're not sure it's you, everybody who's holding a phone now, say hello. Hello. Yes, you! Say hello again! He's there. Everybody in London who's holding a telephone, say hello. Hello, James. That's you! Oh, God's sake. Say hello. Hello, James. That's you! He can't even recognise his own voice. I'm going to make this work. We've got a minute to make this work. I'm going to stick with this one. If you are calling in to the Ian Lee show and you're holding a telephone, say your name and do your little piece, even if you think you're not on the air now. Ian Lee Show, you're holding a telephone. Say your name. Here we go. And do your little piece, even if you think you're not on the air now. Ian Lee Show, you're holding a telephone. Oh, God. Come on! Do your little piece, even if you think you're not on the air now. Everybody. Mick, and does your phone do this? Oh, God. That was it. His, his piece was, he was going to hang up. I'm sorry, London. Every time I've persevered with one, it hasn't been worth it, and that's my fault. Uh, let's do one more very quickly. Uh, let's get a short one in. A shorty, as Mario might say. Line two, you're on the air. Oh. Hello? you're on the air. Oh, cool. It is cool, isn't it? Uh, the bids on the LBC mouse mat are now £31. Game Portal 123, who has never bid before. I'm slightly suspicious. The thing is, this will finish next Monday as well. So, uh, this will finish Monday, at uh, the beginning of Monday's show, so we can have a, we can, we can reveal it live on air. Uh, who's won? Okay, coming up after the news, we've got, uh, an MP3 that's been sent in. I've lost the name of the person who sent it in. I'm very, very sorry. Sometimes I'm- The bids on the LBC mouse mat that is on eBay. Nothing to do with us. It's been put up there by 877 silver. It's reached 50. 50 pounds. Thing is, I've got one of the mouse mats here. Right. They're, they're a little bit rubbish. They're, they're the thinnest... Ma mouse mats are normally about what, half an inch thick. Something like quarter of an inch, half an inch thick. That's, that's, that's about five millimetres. I've mixed my measurements there. That's a very thin... Rub rubbish mouse mat. 50 quid. Let's just click again. It's just going up. Well, obviously, it's £51. There we go. Uh, we'll get to the finished result at about four o'clock next Tuesday. So we'll have that live on the air. 
Uh, let's play the MP3 first. We've been asking you to send in your MP3s. We've got some excellent ones. This is a brilliant one that's been sent in. Uh, it's me and Clive having a chat. We've never had a chat on the radio, but someone has made us have a chat. I'm really sorry. This is yours. I deleted the email with your name on it, so I don't know who you are. If you're listening, sending an email and uh, we'll give you a, uh, we'll big you up. We'll give you a shout out tomorrow. Uh, but this is what they've sent in. Ian, hello. 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 Come on, you got to do better than that. Hello. Oh. <laughs> hey! Bring it on, my friend. Ian. Yes? Ian. That's me. Bob thinks you should be banned for the rest of February. What? Bob thinks you should be banned for the rest of February. Oh, any reason? Yeah. Or are you having a laugh? No, don't worry about the rest. Oh, man! Okay, yeah, yeah, we want some reaction on this, uh, it's the big story. Okay, I see. And, and then this is the one with all the, the, the phoning and, and the- It's, it's getting better and better all the time. You should be banned for- <laughs> No, don't laugh, that's, that's what I think. Oh, really? Uh-oh. Cry. He's a genius, I love him. Uh, thank you very much. You're, you're one of the good ones. Yeah. I'd love to be in a comedy film with you, man. That'd be my dream. That'd be my dream. I mean, you can't really. What? what you want me to, to? Oh, I pressed the wrong button. Sorry. Yeah, not good enough. Not good enough. Oh man, I'd love to be in a movie. Why don't you just stick to LBC? There's two LBCs. There's ninety-seven point three. This one, and there's the other one. LBC uh, eleven fifty-two. That's no, a news station. This isn't. This is a speech station. News. Yeah, that's for very old people. Very old people. And and then this is the one with the, the phone in. Yes, it is. I'm gonna have to stop now. I will get fired if I continue this conversation. That's the only thing. Oh, oh okay, I see. Wow. There's some lightning fingers there. You could hear the jumps and stuff like that, but it was pretty darn good, I thought. Pretty good. Well done. Whoever that was, I'm really sorry I haven't got your name. The mouse mat is now £62. Uh, okay, we've got another, I don't know, seven minutes or so. We shall find out shortly. Let's carry on, take as many of these calls as we can. Line two, you're on the radio. Is that me? Yes. Right, hang on. Hang on. No, I can't be bothered. We hung on for the other fellow and it wasn't worth it. Sorry, you've got to be ready to go now. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting tough with you. Line three, you're on the radio. Hello, line three. My mum's special. Does you? Yeah, your mouth was too close to the mouthpiece. Take lessons in using a phone. Oh dear. <laughs> line three, line three, you're on the radio. Hi. Hello. Uh, I just want to say that, that woman was really rude earlier, weren't she? Denise, yes, she was very yeah, rude. Yeah, the one about the kids. Also, yeah. Ian. Mm. Ha ha! Oh, man! <sighs> Every time he sneaks through, it does my nothing. Line three, you're on the radio. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, I haven't thought about this. I have nothing to say. Good day to you, sir. <laughs> no, I like that honesty. I like the honesty there. That's good. Um, line four, you're on the radio. One day, Ollie the Orange and Granville the Grape were playing in the garden. It was a very hot day, and they were very thirsty. Oh, look, here comes Adam the Apple. Granville said, would you like a swimming apple, Adam? Adam said yes. So he stood on the diving board, leapt off into the pool, and the next thing, there was a whirring sound. Adam was gone. And Ollie and Granville enjoyed their drink. Goodbye, children. <laughs> Oh, it's very funny. The mouse mat is £82. We have got stack loads of them out there. Chris, Helen, Kevin, we're having a little talk after the show. We are going to make our millions. By the way, if you want to know, we got 243 points uh, by the end of, by six o'clock, which was, we needed 240. So that's, that's the job saved for another week. Who knows what fiendish plan those evil bosses will come up with for next week. Line two, you're on the air. Could I just say something about the Xbox 360? Yeah, go on. Um, well, if you ever get it, could you, um, try and get the 
wireless controllers, because the other ones are quite bad, but... The wireless controllers come with it, don't they? No, no, because I got an Xbox 360, <laughs> and USB one came. Yeah, no, I got, I got, uh, we got the premium, because there's two different ver- uh, give me 30 seconds of being geeky. There's two different versions, there's the sort of premier pack, and then there's the economy one. Agent Chris and I both got ones with, uh, wireless ones, although the batteries run out. I don't know, um... I do. You're not listening to me. I'm telling you the answer. Why don't, why don't people listen to me when I tell them the answer? Line two, you're on the radio. That's you. Uh, oh, Anna Rabin yes. is a lady and you're not. D- that's correct. Very, very, very observant of you there. What's happened today? It's weird, isn't it, today? But weird with a slightly nasty edge to it. It's like dangerous edge to it. Line three, you're on the radio. My name is Gary in the Marlebone, and I apologise to Ian Lee's show for swearing on the radio. <laughs> Thank you very much. What's funny about that, and I didn't pick it up until everyone was doing that the other day, listen, listen to what he, uh, uh where, where is it? Hang on a second. Listen to what he says. I apologise for London for swearing on Ian Lee's show. He says, I apologise for London. I apologise for London. It's an odd thing, isn't it? I apologise for London. That was fun, that, the other day. I had loads of emails saying that was the funniest thing we've ever done, getting people to impersonate Gary from the Marlebone. Line two, you're on the radio. Ian. Hello. Would you like me to be the cat? <laughs> oh, it's someone being a sexy George Galloway. Oh, dear. Line two. Line two, you're on the radio. Oh, it's too quiet. It's too quiet. If you're going to do the, the, you know, just make it loud. Uh, 0870 Line three, you're on the radio. Over the past five months, I have lost approximately £20 in those chocolate machines in the underground. I want to smash them all! Yes, I, I, I lose money in those chocolate machines. They're very expensive as well, aren't they? Because they know that if you're peckish on the underground, there ain't nowhere else you're going to go. Nowhere else you're going to go. The mouse mat is £101. It's not even signed. It's not even signed by Max Churchill or Nick Ferris. Line three, you're on the radio. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hi, Michael Keaton's original name is Michael Douglas. Did you know that? I did not know that. Did not know that. Wow. Wowzers. Line three, you're on the radio. Did you know that? I did not know You're boring me now. Line three, you're on the radio. You're boring me now. 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 Thank you very much. I win every time. That's the thing. I really want someone to test me on that one day. I'm prepared to play proper radio chicken with you, and you're letting me down with that. Shameful, but good try. Line two, you're on the radio. Hello? Hello? Hi. You're a pup. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, line five, you're on the air. Hello, line five. Hi, Ian, it's, uh, Chris Walken here again. Oh, Chris, Chris Walker, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm not bad. I, I've not had a call from your agent or anything. Well, I'm sorry, I've, I've been, uh, with the Farrellys, and, uh, they're, they're a little bit unsure about getting you in, and... Oh, no. I want to be in the movie with you and the Farrellys. I showed them a couple of reruns of the 11 o'clock show. Yeah, and they liked it? And they loved it, but they're, they're not sure about where you'd fit, so I'm going to be talking to Frank Oz. 
in the next couple of weeks. Oh, you're going to be speaking to Fuzzy Bear? Fantastic. I've got to go. I'm sorry to cut you off. Please don't take it personally. Coming up, it's, oh, uh, the big quiz. But first of all, it's the nightly news. See you tomorrow at three. This